0: You are now listening to The Oliver Manolese Show. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it is your host, Oliver Manolese. Thanks for tuning into another episode of The Oliver Manolese Show. I am super stoked. I'm literally at the edge of my seat wanting to share this interview, sharing this, share this conversation with you all that I had with my friend, Ben Osterveld. And if you don't know who he is, he's somebody who has played a role in my life. And uh, we talk about it a little bit in the interview, but he helped catalyze me into going full force into my coaching practice. But the way that that happened is very, uh, very unexpected, I guess you'd say. But uh, if you don't know who he is, he is a an entrepreneur. He is a real estate professional. He is somebody who coaches, mentors, and speaks to other real estate professionals in utilizing very simple, very cost-effective, but mind-blowing marketing techniques that really, really show how committed he is to being creative and delivering just outstanding service to his clients. And it really shows in just the way he is and his presence. The This conversation is so, so jam-packed. He talks about a lot of the defining moments in his life which really, it'll move you at the core of your being, I promise. He talks about how he was homeless, how he went into rehab, how he had 61 properties at one point and found himself in a complete breakdown mode in 2008 when the market crashed. And what he did about that, he talked about uh, discovering support and love and mentorship from a mutual coach, Philip McKernan, and how, how much of a role that has played. We talk about so many incredible topics that I think will contribute to your overall uh, personal growth journey, your self awareness journey, and for you to create transformation in your life. I think in his stories, embedded in his stories, are incredible insights and ideas that I think you can implement in your own life. And I'm really excited for you to take the time to get to know Ben through this interview. But before we get started in the interview, I want to make sure that you know that I'm having my first ever two-day workshop. It's called Reinvention Roadmap. It's happening April 21st and 22nd. And what this is, it's an opportunity for you to be in an atmosphere of other individuals who are looking to better themselves to invest in themselves. And the conversation that you'll be joining in is about possibility. It's, it's about creating new possibilities for yourself, declaring new possibilities for yourself, and getting a handle on your story. So this, the, the life that you have led thus far and what, how it has brought you here unpacking that to real, to understand the consequences of it, the ripple effect of it, so that you can be free to create something new. Uh, in essence, it's the 10 steps that I use with my clients to create growth transformation and reinvention, whether it's in life business or relationships. And I'm just super stoked to put this into a two day workshop. So I really hope that you consider checking out the information about it. It's called reinvention roadmap you can find it at olivermanalese.com forward slash events, and it's going to be happening April twenty first and twenty second. If you're listening to this, uh, the early the early believer pricing happens. It, it ends on March thirtieth, and if you are tuned into the podcast, you have a just as a thank you, you have a special promo code Inner Tribe to save yourself another fifty dollars. So you can literally save up to one hundred fifty dollars just taking advantage of the early believer. Uh, ticket prices as well as the inner tribe promo code so check it out olivermanalise.com forward slash events reinvention roadmap happening april 21st and 22nd is going to be happening in the west end toronto i hope you check it out and uh, that's pretty much for it for announcements i'm just really really want i really want to get this episode into your ears into your brain into your soul ladies and gentlemen here we go strap on your seat belts ben Osterveld. that's a fancy like is is that like it's guarded <laughs> you got this uh, cage around it, it has a uh like it's like a shock absorber oh, yeah, yeah so the yeah. Mic, mic the mic floats inside of it yeah. so that if i hit the table if i'm typing or anything like that it doesn't get any of the the bassy vibrations which is could awesome, be annoying man. when you're listening to it like with like headphones or in your car right yeah you know what
1: i feel like i feel like we get too hung up on the quality yeah when it's good Content it goes, you should see, go back to my very first videos, they're brutal, trust you know what me. I was rolled. looking I
0: was looking at them man i've gone oh, i've gone I've gone back to see what to see <laughs> some of the old content
1: and it do you know what's crazy? The content is was amazing, like it was like the the feedback I got like it really hit home, and I'm just like I just did it, so we get hung up, especially when we get fancy like this, like, oh yeah, look at this' got be my here. we don't even need any of this, and if it's good content.
0: And I think, I think it, it, it holds us. It, it holds so many of us back, and you know, including myself, yeah. where it's just like, okay, I gotta get a good camera, gotta get a good yeah. background, everything's gotta look really nice. But really, I mean, I, I I was watching actually this morning the 50 second video that you made with your pile of real estate books. Yeah, and oh, binders. old
1: school. That's a wicked. That's old school. When hey? you're just like, wow. you see all
0: this shit. Like this is this is goodbye. I sold yeah, sold man. sixty I- sixty one <laughs> property investment company. Saying yeah. goodbye to it, it I was yeah. just like, "Holy shit! I've never seen that." That was that's an intense visual to totally to have, man. and then the message behind it. Oh my god!
1: There was there was so much real estate stuff I bought, how many books, and all about making money. Like, I think Donald Trump was in that pile actually. And <laughs> it's like the whole thing was like, and I didn't realize I wasn't thinking about it, but it looked like a burn pile. <laughs> I was like, it kind of like I'm like, oh crap! That was like hardcore burning the books, but. <laughs> Yeah, that was a uh, – I don't know. Sometimes we make those statements in this life, right? Like I'm done.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, I think it's important to to do that. It's not like I thought it through. I just said, holy shit, look at all this stuff.
0: But it's also like it's, uh, you know, it's a recognition of, okay, thank you. This stuff served me. It took me to where I am now. And it's not totally. like I I, need, I don't need to carry this stuff into the future. So someone take totally. it from me. I'm going to donate it or whatever. Like I got rid of yeah. a lot. I kept some of the really main books that I thought that I might – refer to again but uh there's a lot of books i I let go of man yeah totally hey totally so So are we recording or yeah yeah we're yeah we're recording man so okay so uh first of all ben thank you so much for coming on to the show and uh i just want to first i want to thank you because you played a huge role in me getting to where i am and i think i remember Mm -hmm. sharing it with you at the time but it was like I was trying to resuscitate my real estate business. And I kind of I had a real estate investment company and I got my license to support it. And then yeah. when I closed down the the real estate investment company, I just had my real estate license by default. So it wasn't like a career choice, but it was one of those things that allowed me to float myself and float my, my life. Sure. And um, I just imagined that my career, Real estate commission checks could float me teaching yoga, can float me building my coaching practice. And it was really a seductive and rational kind of idea. And it actually makes sense. It It actually does. It does in some level work. Yeah, you build up this about, bu- this, yeah. this huge runway for yourself, and then you have the freedom, and you're not stressed out to to go and pursue whatever you want to pursue. Yeah, in, in theory, yeah, in, in theory. But I was trying to resuscitate. I would go to trainings and courses and books, <laughs> and uh, I would like the the energy would last for a little bit, and then it would go away. And I'm like, there's something just wrong here, and I'm trying to juggle all of these things. And then you yeah. come along with your workshop. You're like, guys, <laughs> I'm coming to Toronto. I'm going to do my live workshop. There's going to be, I think there's like 30 realtors in the room. And I was just yeah. excited, man. Like you came in, you had like a, a different disguise, different persona at one point, <laughs> yeah. And you brought out like the red carpet. Jack Lemmings. Jack Lemmings. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? I haven't pulled that out in a long time. Oh my God. Yeah. You, you need to, man. But like, like a used, used car salesman guy. Yeah, exactly. The the person that we don't want to be as realtors, right? Yeah, unauthentic,
1: unauthentic. I remember what you told me though. I was looking for <laughs> feedback for my videos. I'm just building my own business, right? And I'm like, hey, so, and and you said, you know what, Ben? This is one of the best workshops I've ever been to in my whole life. And man, have you helped me. I'm like, oh, sweet. I'm thinking right on because I'm never going to be a realtor again or something. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> it was like ah uh, but it was cool it was like uh it was just the process of clarity right like it, you're like this is amazing and i realize it's not for me
0: but you know what it's 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 it is that but there's more to it because yeah let's
1: hear but what, what was the, that a, what was going on
0: and i'm not sure if i if you remember me telling you this because it was after the first uh one last talk when it was called real summit real summit
1: i when i spoke at
0: the biggest thing yeah. was i was just like here's this guy who's so committed to blowing people's minds and your yeah. energy and your passion and your level of creativity. I was just like, he's really stepping into his great. I'm like, here's Ben. He's really stepping into his greatness. And I would, like, then I, because I saw that in you, I saw that possibility in me. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I was just like, I want that greatness too, but mm-hmm. not as a realtor. But-
1: There you
0: go. And that was, you know, I saw the greatness in you and how it's the same thing, the same possibility in me, but just not in this expression. And it just made it so clear. I'm like, oh, well, I want to be great at the craft of coaching and supporting people in a whole other way. Like not in helping people buy, sell, or invest in real estate. And that, you know, seeing that in you just helped me realize that that same possibility is inside of me. And that's why... Awesome. I'm grateful, man. Beautiful. You made my
1: it's like life is good. Now we're done. We've arrived. That's all it's about right there. (laughs) I think I think the coolest thing is when you unapologetically be unapologetically be yourself. There's a really cool side effect that gives permission for other people to do it.
2: Mm -hmm. and It's
1: so exciting to see someone go, oh, you could do that. So sometimes your bravery or because I'm a scared cat when I back then I was just like way scared or today I'm scared less, but I was scared there more. And I just said, fuck it. I'm gonna just totally are we allowed to swear on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fuck fuck Explicit. Okay, so a couple for fun there. But 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 yeah, no, I I feel like that's um that's a big cup you have there. That's not on camera, eh? It's a jar. Is that a fucking like jar? Yeah, a
0: massive one. (laughs) I'm getting a jar now. Gotta get hydrated, man.
1: I'm getting an Oliver jar. You You should be having all of your all Every guest that comes on, you should ship them a jar with your uh, logo on it or something. That's, a, that's, a, that's brilliant. <laughs> so I'm, then I'm going to social media the shit out of it, and I'll promote your podcast. Anyways, do stuff we're talking about. We can talk about marketing too, the find ideas. But, but the truth is I think that we, in a weird way, we are so scared to make waves. We're so scared to have like uh, a negative impact or make someone uncomfortable. Like that's a big one. I don't want to make them uncomfortable. So I'm going to fucking hide my truth. But if you just would just say what you really mean and have people uncomfortable, then it makes them say, okay, I'm uncomfortable, but something feels good about it. And they'll Mm -hmm. never tell you, but there's just this inspiration that happens. But you don't have to try. I'm going to be inspirational. No, just be you for real. That, That means that you're going to cause waves. There's nothing. There's no way to hide it. You will cause waves. You will cause controversy and you'll create contrast and you'll call them call on people to say get out of your shit and they don't want to get out of their shit so that's that's the weirdness so i think that's like so cool to hear you say that uh i in a weird way i hear you say you kind of gave me permission and you kind of thought oh wow i could maybe do it too like that's amazing just me being me
0: it was the whole you being you and your you were just you really meant it when you said i want to blow people's fucking minds yeah, like that's, how, that's, that's my marketing. I want to blow people's minds. And I was just yeah. like, oh my God, that's exactly what I want to do. And it was just mm. so clear that, you know, what you said about we, you make people uncomfortable because you create the contrast. I think every, right. everybody col- collapses their life and they just see, okay, this is my life. And oh my God, I'm uncomfortable. But really yeah. you have to distinguish. Okay. That discomfort is nervousness and excitement or, or, yeah. or excitement and there's that contrast where it's like, okay, well, what are you excited about? What are you nervous about? Is this just natural because you're trying to change something and do something great? And I, 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 yeah. I love that.
1: It's awesome. Yeah, totally. And it is, it's hard to be you. It, it really is. It really is hard. And everyone doesn't want you. They want to get in line. Even in the real estate career. Man, I, this, this industry is kind of, it's kind of dumb how <laughs> everyone can complain against each other. So it's a self-governed industry, yeah. in as real estate. So it's like that's the only way they can control things. So they create the rules, and then they have a tattling system. Oh, that's a so you know what I mean. It's like so I got I get complained against here and there, and it's like like it just makes me go gross. Like yeah, really? like the dumb. We're talking dumb stuff. Like I had uh, Realtor dot com. Okay, which I thought was pretty cool because the area is Clarkdale and Clarkdale Realtors on some bus benches and stuff, and someone complained, and so like you're not allowed the, to
0: have that or something. Well, the
1: word "realtor" was not really supposed to be in a domain and all this, no. and and I had got permission. It was kind of on the gray side. It doesn't matter. I took it off. I changed it. It followed the rules, but it's just the whole. It's just that feeling, like that's why it's easy just to stay within the rules. Like I had, I do marketing called a soft launch marketing where people will come to our team, we'll list their house. But the thing is, let's say they built a house and they want to list their house, say, six months before. But the MLS system doesn't do that. It's 30 to 60 days, right? So we created a a market where we have 20 to 30 listings at all times that aren't on the MLS. So as a buyer, you're going to want to talk to us. It's kind of cool, hey? Cornering the market. exclusive, yeah. And, dude, it it came back from what – how did Remax – by the way, Remax is going to lose ground, I guarantee you – because the thing is, their whole play is that they're the best, they're the biggest, mm. and they're the most influential. That's an old story. The old story is, is because pre-internet, they'd get all the listings. They would have all the listings, and you would need to go see a good REMAX agent because they would have all the listings. Mm. But the game changer is called the internet. And now there's <laughs> – you can have an – any anyone can have a brokerage and have the same level of knowledge and expertise as REMAX. Leveled. So, so the it feels. just completely leveled. So now this paying massive fees for a really big name brokerage, I'm telling you, they're blind. They just keep on going, we're the best, we got the best training. I get it, but so does this guy at 500 bucks a month for a brokerage fee. They have fantastic training in the same – anyways, that's a whole topic. But the thing is um,
0: – so what I'm saying is uh, – what was I
1: saying? Now I'm going way off a of jump ship there.
0: Oh um, <laughs> well yeah well you're talking about just the whole industry and how people c- complain against each other and it's just this oh, environment yeah, the, of just people ratting each other out or, yeah or it's making not always yeah 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 like it's not totally aggressive but there's that out there right there's good people obviously but, but it holds you back I, I think you were saying like it holds people totally. back from kind of i don't wanting to stand out. out yeah yeah that's right
1: so you kind of want to hide and i ha- i put up a sign saying soft launch not on mls and all of a sudden, it's like people – I had one guy literally say, well, is that guy ever a piece of shit? <laughs> right on Facebook. And I'm going, holy shit, dude. Like, like no joke. And I'm like – then he deleted it. And I'm like, dude, I'd like you to leave that up, please. He wouldn't. I said, wow. well, you're a coward. Leave it up. If you're going to say it, say it. Let everyone see. Then I had multiple complaints about this whole soft launch exclusive. I'm like, dude, you, I'm paying full commissions. Come sell this thing. It's just on NMS. No one was getting it. And so it's, so it's like you have two choices. You can like double down mm-hmm. and believe in this thing. Or you can just say, you know what? You're right. I'll change the wording. Not on MLS yet. No, it's not. on. Like, so I'm just thinking like it's, it just, it's just, this isn't just real estate, right? This is anyone. Yeah, like, I, what think, you I think doing? what you're what hitting you on is
0: like this whole, uh, we have a fear, an innate fear of being rejected and being judged. And it's like when you are really fully you and you're just genuinely mm-hmm. you. All yeah. of a sudden that puts a lot of things at risk. You're not just bland anymore. You're not just vanilla right. anymore. All of a That's sudden right. it's just like, "Oh my god, like this person is going to put bad stuff on my Facebook. People someone's going to draw on my face on my for sale signs or or something yeah. like that, right?" But uh, totally. I I want to introduce you to yeah. people cuz they they might not know who you are. Okay, go okay? for it. So um I am with Ben Osterveld. Did I say that properly?
1: Osterveld, yeah. Osterveld. Depends. If, yeah, there's a few versions, yeah. but Ben Osterveld is what I do. Ben
0: yeah. Osterfeld. And you are from 20newclients.com, teamosterfeld.com. You are a husband, a father. You live a rich life helping people to truly realize who they are and what they're capable of simply by being themselves to the core. You're a coach, a mentor, a teacher, a real estate professional. And after years of working day and night, building a multimillion-dollar real estate investment company, you were losing focus in your relationship with your wife, with your kids, and yourself. And yeah. through many hard decisions, you made the choice to pursue your passion by creating a successful business of coaching, mentoring, and teaching business owners on developing simple systems to manage their business and exceptionally increase sales with minimal marketing budget spent. Your clients ranged from national energy companies to small videographers. But after a couple of years, you focused your coaching exclusively on real estate agents and have had a ton of fun doing that because you became a real estate agent yourself to prove that the systems and the low-cost methods all work. And using everything that you teach... Within three months, you were number two in your office of eighty real estate agents. In your first calendar year, you made four hundred thousand dollars in commissions with an average of six deals a month. Which is, if you're a realtor listening to this, it's a it's it's mind blowing to do that in your first year. Ben, it's an honor to have you on, man.
1: It's cool, man. It's cool. That's a lot of stuff. That's, yeah. It's funny the award system is so weird in this business too, right? Like, like I made a million dollars in my first two years. That's freaking cool. Like, holy crap! But right? Bananas. But when I, like, like it's nuts. It doesn't like I coach real estate agents all the time and they're at like 80, 90 grand. Yeah. And I did like, how do you come out of the gate like that? You no, know I did? I just literally did nothing that would waste my time. Every single thing was what would generate income. And like, I would ask people for business. I would do things that actually made money. And this is a huge lesson in business period
2: mm-hmm. is that you
1: do you, you like, if you want to do something amazing, just have a notepad or a, on your note on your phone, go on the hour, every hour journal what you just did. You will find record
0: record your actions for the past sixty minutes, yeah, and see how wasteful
1: you've been. (laughs) You bet, and realize the bullshit excuse of "I don't have time" is is not real. You wouldn't believe what I can get done, like. Like what happened? Like it's crazy. I'm every single day up and there's I'm, I my office is located across from Remax. Like I have my own office, a couple offices I have for yeah. my team and my other businesses and stuff. And I look across the street and there's no one there. And I'm not saying, oh man, I'm a hustler. It's not bullshit. I'm not doing that. I'm saying I'm I'm onto something. At five or six in the morning, there's no one up. There's no one up. I got three hours a day. That like and that's then the afternoon I could piss away if I want, go on a date with my wife, whatever. Like there's just a matter of just kind of like. And then do what activities are we doing? Are we just building websites and business cards? Like it doesn't do anything. So anyways, I just... it just, So it I just, want to get into the so nitty gritty
0: of some of the cool. really, really powerful tactics that you take because it's literally, it's, it's not just going to impact people who are in the real estate business, but any it's entrepreneur, everyone, yeah. any solopreneur, no anyone who's trying to market and sell themselves. But I would love to know, um, I want the people who are listening to know the defining moments, maybe the three defining moments of your life so they can get some context because I believe context is everything Then yeah. they can see because some people are listening to this like, oh, yeah, well, it's easy for you to say and because you've already you already had an investment company and you already had the sales yep. skills and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But some people when oh, they, that's Ben. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's just oh, that's just Ben. I can't I yeah. can't do that. But it's almost like. You know, the way I saw what was possible for me because I saw you stepping into your possibility, I want that yeah. for the listeners cool. here today. So, please, Beautiful. what was the, the, the three most defining moments of your life?
1: Okay. Uh, spending 365 days in a drug treatment center when I was 17 years old. There's one. Uh, that was right before I was going to commit suicide. I was going to go out in a, with a bang. You can figure out what that means. I was a little kid lost. And I was extremely angry. I was I did not have a good childhood, and but fuck, I wanted to live, and I made a choice to live, and that's where I went. And I went into the 365 day treatment center uh, called Teen Challenge, private, private, religious based. I wow. uh, went through that process, and and so so I've I've got my I and got you my put scars. Put yourself in my, there. Yeah. What, what, was gonna, what, I,
0: what was it inside of you? Was there like a voice inside of you? Like what happened? I can freedom? feel it
1: right now. I can feel that feeling right now, and that feeling of this—it's just an energy. It's just this fucking purpose that just lives there. It's a fire, and it's just like I just knew that the life I was living was not me. I just had this weird sense of like, fuck, he's a man. I'm a good guy even though i wanted to kill myself i i wanted like i was just drugging up i was just so angry fantasized about killing people and that's something i'm i've never really shared that too much but this is it just was a just a little boy that was just so so hurt and lost and not nurtured and not loved and uh yeah man i just something inside me i just said it's i don't know if it's dna or destiny or or some weird thing but i just i just thought there's something in me there's something in me, and I know it's I know it's powerful and big, and uh, I, man, dude, I had to go through this process, like man, and like I had to experience this to be able to do what I do today. It was part of the, I don't know, like he, Wayne Dyer always explains a story where he goes, he goes to he he goes, imagine if you're in heaven and you go to God and say, you know what, I want to be, I want to teach people self awareness or I want to teach people self reliance or whatever. He says, he goes, okay, great, you're gonna need to be in an orphanage for ten years first. That's how I see my life. I feel like it's destiny. If, if I'm going to do what I wanted to do, we'll say, dude, I don't even know what I believe, but let's say pre-earth, pre-earth just we'll do a, a sci-fi example. <laughs> but pre-earth, I'm going, you know what? I want to change the world. I want to impact people. I want them to give permission to be themselves. Well, then you're going to need to have a dad like that. You're going to need to have a mom like that. You're going to need to have your family not support you. And you need to go through some rehab. And you need to you need to be shaped and wounded and you have to heal and that process, for that was just shaping me for today. You know, I'm sitting on a podcast with you, man. That's part of the program. So, so it's, so I'm not, it's, I don't know, like, so that was one defining moment. <laughs> just so, you, one. so,
0: but yeah, before, before we <laughs> move
1: so quickly on take to the next, time, take, take your time. I'm, I'm, i i we all I'm, need to I'm, take I'm, a breath I, there yeah. because I came, I came here to be real with you all. all yeah. There. I came here to just give you myself.
0: So, what, yeah, you alluded a little bit and, how, how long, how long do you think that path was like towards that darker part of your life? Like, was it over the teenage years or, cause you said you, think, were, you, did, you didn't yeah, feel yeah. supported the, the type of dad that you had. You don't have to go into too much detail about, yeah. about the, about that. But I mean, like what was kind of leading up to that point?
1: Oh man, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that, honestly. Like, I feel like, I feel like, uh, it was dark since probably I'd say, 10 years old and on wow like 8 9 10 11 12 for sure I was already running away from home and trying to live on my own I was living on the streets by the time I was 14 years old dealing drugs and moved to Grand Prairie like a city six hours away as a little kid and but but it was weird I always had this crazy I just it was almost like a belief in myself which is so screwed up like I just like no I'll just go to Grand Prairie do my own thing
0: like I don't know what you know you can do it like
1: yeah, I'll just do that. Like I just was always felt old for my age. I, th- I thought differently. Like I was 12 and I thought, I literally thought about it. And thought, I don't know if it's my brain or a D, uh, an IQ or a spiritual mm-hmm. thing. And I'm going, you know what, if I keep staying in this home, like it wasn't even like it was fu, but it was not like, if I stay in this home, I'm going to probably be like him. Oh. Okay. So I should probably leave then. It was very processed like that. Yeah. It's like yeah, I'm gonna leave. So I stole some money from my dad's uh by the way, he was always preaching at old folks' homes and he was always very spiritual. And so I stole all the donation money, the like wow. it's like the money from the church, and I, I went and I called a cab. I said, Hey, I'm here, I'm just a kid. I'm like, oh no, I've got created this lie. I'm like getting old my dad. Twelve. My son's fourteen. My my son's fourteen. It's so crazy. I was twelve. Ooh. I jumped it jumped in a cab and I am just like, Okay, drop me off over at the mall, paid the guy and said, Oh, my parents give me the money to meet my buddy. Like I just lied and uh and then i that was the start of me just literally like that was a that sort of a really hard time mm-hmm. but it was the start of my path really it just started going and i'd come home leave come home leave dude there was times where it was so bad sometimes i was probably 15 years old and it was 30 degrees minus 30 celsius so oh. the americans listening that's that's a, like that's ridiculously cold and i was living on the streets and i was but i always had this knack to I had, to, I had to figure it out. So there's some training there. And, and I'd steal some liquor from the liquor store and try to get into a buddy's house. Okay, look, I got a 2-6, a crown roll. Dude, can I crash here tonight? Like I would just be trying to do that. And then one day I was so cold I couldn't find a place to sleep. And so I, I snuck into my – I broke into my parents' house in the evening and I hid in my closet, my, my own room. I was just oh. hiding there. And then I made, I made some noise. And my mom came in and she goes, what are you doing here? And uh, my dad threw me out again. And I was just like, and it was just, it was just like, yeah, so oh my God. I really, I really don't want to make my dad look bad. He's, he had went through his own journey. He really did. He's actually a really good guy. Uh, I don't at all let him off the hook for anything he's ever done to me, but I absolutely have a good relationship with him right now. And, yeah. and I, and I just don't want to make him look like a, a bad man cause he would struggle hearing that. Yeah. And I have deep compassion for him. So he, he had to work a lot of his own stuff out too. Like he, his story is for a sure. whole nother friggin' story, but, but, um, but anyways, yeah. I remember that was my life, man. I had to figure it out. And I I don't know where I stayed that night. And was but this, it was a, minus- this
0: in Alberta? Yeah, yeah. And, and as you, when you look back now, because you've ha- you have like a so many so many more experiences in life. When you look mm. back, is there anything that you see from back then that you maybe didn't see in the moment when you were when you were that age? Like I guess maybe like a theme mm. or a motivation or a drive or a.
1: Y- y- you know what. Uh, looking back, it just, I just needed to be loved and nurtured two different things. Is I just, I was a very, very tough gangster asshole kind of fuck you. This is because that's how I had to be. And I had to be, I needed to protect myself. So I had the, a shit ton of like the, it was just a calloused human being. But if someone would just like, I remember two guys in my life. One guy was Dave Pettit. Like I get cry thinking about it. Dave Pettit, I get emotional, dude. Um. yeah two people uh, I was I'm surprised I'm being emotional but I'm okay with that Dave Pettit is uh, he was just, this, just a dude at the church that would take me out he always would take me out for So anytime I called him he'd be there for me that was cool so I remember that during that time just, someone just kind of took a second and left me and then uh,
0: like saw you noticed you acknowledged you
1: yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I just love, like it just it love. And then another guy was an old biker who had found religion and he would just take me out and he'd just be a straight shooter with me. His name is Chuck and fuck good dude. Good dude. So let just feel like if I had a bit more of that, you know, but again, it's my destiny. Life was perfect. Yeah. It's per- It's perfect, dude. Like I fucking, I'm so gifted. I'm so lucky to be able to have this story. Fuck, I'm lucky. <sighs>
0: Like those, I I truly believe that our gifts are born from our wounds mm -hmm. and that like you sharing that is such a clear example of that.
1: Yeah. So looking back, it just feels that feeling of like, you know, like what have I learned? It just, I was just a little boy needing to be loved. And so I feel like I got a lot of compassion for human beings. Whenever I start judging people and go, what a fucking idiot or whatever, (sighs) you just realize there's probably just a little boy in there. And it just really helps me level the playing field a bit. helps me not judge people.
0: That's such a, that's a powerful thing. I, I, I started, I don't know, someone, someone shared that idea with me maybe three or four years ago of like, you ever have that type of a challenge where you're judging or you're hating or, or whatever it is. Imagine them as just being a little boy or a little girl, because that's who you're dealing with. Yeah. And and then the reverse is like, think of them as like an (laughs) old senior, like 90, 95 years old. (laughs) I think it works too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No doubt. No, no. Wow. So yeah, that's, so it's a loser. There's a defining, defining that's... time in my life for sure. Uh,
0: yeah, absolutely. What's, what's the, well, so what, what happened next in terms of a defining moment?
1: Um, so I go through my life uh, with very religious parents. Okay. So, so this is very good for people that are like pretty much everyone in the world has been told, at one point, what's what you believe. Mm -hmm. You need to believe this. Either it's Allah, Krishna, Jesus, or depending on culture and where you're located, they're going to tell you what this is, what God is, and this is what it is. So my parents were very extreme, like the hardcore commitment to Protestant Christian. Mm. And so I felt like that was the answers. It was always the answer, always the answer. But I just felt like I was – like there's so many things in life that was – that didn't match up to what I was told. Like if you tie it to the church, your finances will be totally blessed. Well, it didn't work. If you uh, forgive your brothers, you won't, you know, you'll have a peaceful soul or joy on peace of like, like so much like joy and they're promising so much stuff. And I just look around and it's the same divorce rate. It's the same everything. And I'm going, something's not connecting here to me. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, I was, I won't get into it today, but hardcore committed Christian, hardcore like I was I was evangelizing yeah. and and I went all, all the way dude I was all in it's like I I actually had my credentials as a layman's minister in the Pentecostal churches of Canada speaking in churches
2: Ooh.
1: and like I'm talking committed and and like so when I believed it I I said well if it's true it's true so why would I not just do this and yeah. so I went through this it's a defining moments, dude is when when I'm when one day it was when i had my real estate investment company there's a crazy story uh 2008 hit okay 2008 is when the entire crash happened i had 61 mm-hmm. properties i was growing at lightning speed i had i had uh i if i grew it now i'd destroy it then i was not ready it was too easy you know the story of the guy swimming out there when the tide's in <laughs> and then the tide goes out, his pants are down or whatever. Like, yeah. like that, that was me. But in some level it was still okay. I did I did okay. We had cash flowing properties and, but what happened was the entire end build, the business was built so wide and not deep. So I had multiple cities, multiple offices. Ooh. I didn't know how to hire the right people. So i put them on pedestals. I'd put them in my business because of their net worth. Let's take a second and fucking listen to that put them on a pedestal because of their net worth, put them in controlling places in your company because of their fucking net worth or oh. their image, and that's what I did, and that was the biggest mistake I made in business. I should have trusted my gut. I was building an amazing company, and then I put someone in place that had just made a million dollars in their company, and they did not know how to run a real estate investment company, and I fucking did, so I didn't trust myself. So this was a huge wow. theme, and this is what I didn't learn how, this how kind of thing. How old were you
0: at, in 2008?
1: Oh, I don't know. How old am I now? I'm 37 now. 37. So I, okay. I, I don't, what does that mean? Do,
0: do the math.
1: <laughs> just wait. So it take 30, T- 30 ten, years,
0: ten years ago. So you are 27. Yeah. Thanks dude. Thanks. I was just
1: hoping, I was just really hoping you would answer that. Cause that, I didn't know that, that 27. Yeah. yeah. So I had millions of dollars of real estate rocking it. I was the man. And all of a sudden that hit. So I, so I had to, I had to work out how I put people in my life that were that pedestal pedestal is the number one thing, like huge, but here's the, here's the story. I'm in this moment. I'm sitting at my desk and I'm in tears. I don't know what to do. 27 years old, I've got this huge company. You have kids. I've got have tw- kids. I've got 25 investors that say, Ben, what's happening? And I'm a kid. Like I, I'm not just a kid. I was pretty smart. It's not like I just won it. I had lawyers and we had good, and like I was doing, but there was how do you 25 navigate the,
0: personalities?
1: Yeah. And how do you navigate one of the largest crashes I'll probably ever see in my life? Like I don't know. Like no one knew. We're talking the smartest people in the fucking world, but I didn't think like that. I thought, what do I do? Mm-hmm. How am I going to solve this? And then investors I had put on my pedestal. I'd served them beyond served them, and I would never stand up for myself. I was insecure. I want to prove myself that I was good. So I had this position where you could be controlled. All they'd have to do is say, Ben, you're not doing good. And I'm like, oh, what do you want me to do? Like there's this weird energy around it. And So, so it was long story short. I sat there just completely like, what do I do? Were you these like people breaking, I,
0: breaking down like losing totally sleep did. like what? Oh, dude I,
1: my, what? My, my my relationships were falling apart my wife and I were like pretty much done the kids didn't want it they wanted a new daddy like it was just Jeez. intense i was so driven beyond driven to who knows man make my dad happy or something but the uh, i remember the moment though and mm-hmm. so i thought i know what i'm going to do i'm going to fast and pray cuz i would just literally just go to what i knew you don't don't ask for like help you you go to the bible you go to the wow. Bible and you need to go pray, which I'm not dissing, but I'm saying there's a whole lot more than you got options than just read the Bible and it'll solve your this massive stress problem I have. It didn't work, but what did work, what was really weird is this is I fasted and prayed for thirty days. that's how committed I was. I'd be like, yep yeah, I'm gonna find out the answer through God so' pretty pretty crazy, right wow. so so I went but there was something about doing that, so I know it's packaged Christian, I said, take the whole package away. I went 30 days of self-reflection,
0: but that's a powerful went, choice to make, and that's that's sacrificing every yeah, single day for 30 and, days.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's something. There's something to it. And what happened was, I came up with this idea where every single person is pulling their money out of the market right now. I was creating. I I said I'm going to create a fund. I'm going to pull everyone's RSPs, create an RSP eligible fund, and I'm going to raise a shit ton of money, give them a certain small percent of the return, and we're going to go pick up, and we're going to clean up, so it's pretty smart, like, I knew what I was doing, and I'm going to, like, we're going to get 150, 200, 300 more properties by the end of this downturn, so I had this smarts, but I had no confidence, I had people on pedestals, so it's just this, that's why business from within, that's why I work, the man behind the strategy is literally my life, that's what I do now, because this is what needed to be worked out, so anyways, long story short, I uh, went to this thing, uh, do you know Greg Habstritt?
0: Yes, I do. I, I did Brave R- Soul with him. Oh, no way. Cool.
1: <laughs> so he went, he did this RRSP secrets. We'll tag him in this episode.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, his,
1: honestly, I would love to have a chat with him. <laughs> I, 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 he doesn't know that in a weird indirect way, he's affected my life. And he had a guy named Philip McKernan. And at the that was years ago, right? So Philip was on his old beginning of his journey. Do you know mm-hmm. what he was teaching that day? And I think Philip doesn't like when I tell him that. I don't what know. Was but that? He was teaching teaching sales.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I was at, it was, it I was was at those, rain, those rain meetings when he was teaching sales techniques. So It's so odd to so, think about now. So different. So odd. <laughs> uh, but that's so inspiring.
1: So mm-hmm. inspiring. Like you start and you, you can pivot. You it can and, move. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just his journey of that's who he was, the most authentic version of himself that day. But here's the crazy thing. This destiny still happens. I'm sitting at this table, okay? And this table, and like I had this ability to make people like me. I had this mastered the ability to get people working for me. It was a controlling and securing mechanism. It's like that sales guy that can get everyone rolling but mm. never really tell them who you really are. So I had the table owned. Everyone's thinking I'm amazing, and then Philip stands up and goes, okay, I got $100,000. Remember, I just finished this fast. I got $100,000 in this envelope. Who wants it? Has, whoever has the best elevator speech. And I'm like – and I'm so cocky. I'm like, done. This one's mine. So I'm like, I got this. So I stood up. He goes, okay, he I, I comes to me. I didn't know who this guy was, some Irish guy. Like I didn't <laughs> – just like I was arrogant. I'm like, who are you? And like cocky, and I, I stood up, and I butchered the worst elevator speech I've ever done in my life. I jumped up and down. I'm like, what the – like so insecure. Like it was like the most embarrassing thing. I sit wow. down. And he, he butchered me. I said, I'm going to take people's money. You're taking people's money, eh? Like he just butchered me. And I sit down and I'm like, what was that? Man, am I? And I realized, wow, I'm really more insecure. I'm broken. This is during the really hard time. Yeah. Kind of disconnected to what was really going on. Anyways, he goes to about 20 people and they do it. And then he goes, okay, the winner is Ben. And I went, what? So if knowing Philip now, I can see why he picked me. He picked the most insecure guy in the room <laughs> or someone that he felt that to connect with. And he was, long story short, I went to his one day event and he brought up something called pedestals. He brought up something mm. about that I had never heard out of the church, out of the solutions that I was told that this belief system is how you solve your life. Well, that belief system didn't solve my life. I'm not bashing it. I'm not disowning it. But I'm saying it didn't work. And all of a sudden, he goes, Ben, he goes, You have your investment, you have your investors on pedestals. And my wife was with me and she broke down and bawled her brains out in the session. And I'm like, I'm so disconnected. I'm like, What's happening? Why don't you like? And I just like, I put these people on pedestals and I was putting them before me, my wife, my kids, and and all these people. And it was like, He made the
0: contrast for you
1: oh I had yeah I just I didn't see that yeah he had to show me something different and then he talked about putting like that means that I'm putting myself at a piece of shit level and I'm putting everyone else above me and I went finally a guy that gets me and that was that was my result to fasting in my to self-reflection it was like this I won this thing and it is kind of a mystical thing and and seven years later he's still my mentor and and uh and so anyways, that's, that was a defining moment, but the defining moment happened a little bit after when I'm, cause when I went there, the mental game was these old belief systems that sit in our mind, they control us. Like, for example, I was told that Eastern religion was of the devil. So you have this as a child, right? Like yoga, those are positions of gods. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Did you like, like, don't do that stance because that's what this God and you can't have gods before God. And like and so I'm like, oh yeah, better, better. And you just it's almost like you just have this belief system that's not yours and you so you you kind of work with it and defend it and so I just thought, what if it wasn't right? What if everything I've been taught wasn't real? And then I
0: die. Questioned every so you so you got to the point where you questioned everything.
1: I still Like question.
0: that's the red pill.
1: That is the fucking red pill. <laughs> you question the shit out of everything,
0: it shatters. When you, yep. when you genuinely yeah. do that.
1: Totally. Like, did I want five kids? Do I even want to be married to my wife? Do <sighs> I really believe in Jesus? Do I like, what is it? Like, do I want to be in real estate? You did it. Right. Yeah. And belief systems. You're like, fuck that. I'm going to be me. I feel like this is the purpose of my existence now.
0: And that, so was, kind like, of that was like the new starting point.
1: It hundred percent was that I risked hell. <sighs> I risked hell. Because if I was to say Jesus is not real or the way they taught me that Jesus was not God or – which I'm not throwing that away, but I just want to challenge the shit out of it. Yes. And I'm not saying to reject your faith. I'm saying, no, it's yours. And so, so with this conversation, I'm like, holy shit, I need to figure myself out because I've been told what to do from day one. If this – like if it's not real, I want to know. And I got like this was it. I'm like – that's when I found Ben. That's when magic happened. That's why, like, I'm a great husband now. My wife and I are so connected. My kids say daddy to me now. Daddy,
0: yeah. my fucking daddy, dude. That is, like, that is like, I'm not your. You know daddy. how you were saying, <laughs> we don't have to You're go there. Daddy. <laughs> it okay. is Friday. No, um, you know how <laughs> you were saying that the love and the nurturing. It's like that moment was that it was like it was almost a ruthless level of love, like loving you so much seeing you so much and nurturing you so much to help you realize that all these other things need to be shattered or questioned yeah i just want to know if it's mine yeah
1: that's really see what's mine? left yeah what's what's up what's like, mine who's ben who am uh, who, i yeah am i i can't be defined by a religion or defined by by a culture
0: well that's like, scary like, man but, that's like, scary that's I, I ask scary. my clients sometimes mm-hmm. like who are you without your business like if, if this was gone yeah. who 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 are you what's left and that's kind of where you were you're like what if this is all not me that was that, that scary bitter,
1: no i was no, desperate way. i was <laughs> fucking desperate dude change. i had gone through so much shit in my life and i wow. had really tried cool. the truth what they said was the way the truth and the life i tried it committed to it and the results were not what they said so, so i'm not saying it's bad i'm saying it's, something was not connecting this could just be my story if i can inspire mm-hmm. one guy to challenge their beliefs to know that they what they are i don't care what you believe just make sure it's yours yeah. that's all it is
0: what was that was that kind of the, the thing that led you to that 50 second video like the pile of the books <laughs> that was right at that time yeah right at that time the old how, quick yeah. how quick was it
1: how quick was the decision know. that you were? i think it was a, a bit of time like a year it, it, two years, maybe yeah, or a year or two to really get to the place where I would uh, imagine. Uh, like I guess I was kind of forced with 2008. I was kind of forced to in 2008 to you know look just like a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. It was a hard time. It was a hard time. So you kind of just are desperate, but then when i i don't know i found something that really it's called self love and it's called i being myself and it's called like flow it's like this reimagined deconstructed spiritualism
0: <laughs> oh, so it's like you you having that outside support the mentorship was mm. a huge deal yeah, because even I even like the, it, when you got yeah. emotional, you were looking back at these people who noticed you, who saw you. He said, "Hey, let's go, let's hang out, let's grab a coffee, let's shoot, the, let's shoot the breeze." Yeah. And you, like, here you are—you are you were twenty-seven, twenty-eight years old, and you and you finally got it, and it led you to this next phase. Yeah, and of in your a life. weird way,
1: I'm 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 giving what I wanted. Right? It's part of the life shaping.
0: Yeah, you know, like out of, out of you, and now brain, you're like doing you it.
1: I'm doing it, and I'm doing it, and it's like working. The like people are really—it's so. You know what's really cool though? Like we're talking, like we're talking, like we went deep about within nine seconds. We're fucking yeah. like middle of the earth here, deep. <laughs> but that's just how—that's how we roll, though, right? But the thing is, the thing is, what's so fun is—is is to go here for a while with people, but then let's talk about the business. Let's mm-hmm. talk about some wicked marketing stuff. Let's talk about creative stuff. Like there's this really cool balance. There's a that synergy. I, play it's get to the real shit and now let's fucking build don't build first
0: because it frees it almost frees up some energy and also like there's some dark sides of ourselves that we need to like shine a light on and look at because that gets in the way like it limits the the limits our abilities in in the work that we do totally man
1: yeah I, i totally it's even even like um For example, when I sit down to say a real estate agent, I say, "Hey, question for you. Let me see all your marketing you're doing." And they lay it out, and typical marketing, you know, they got the flyers and different stuff. And I say, "Okay, awesome. You must love this. You love this marketing?" And they're going, "Not really. Why the fuck are you doing it then?" (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what to do. I just, I just, uh, you know, I just, uh, just, just, you know, and just uh, mail it out. And uh, is it working for you? No, not really. But yep, put my next mail out. Like it's not even joking. So the problem is. (laughs) Well, the problem is they. They're going against what their heart's telling them. And so now we're going back into the, why are you just throwing your money away? Why are you just Mm. like, what about what you think? What do you think you should be doing? Every single brokerage will tell you, fly your neighborhood, get on social media. It's the same advice everywhere. That's why this business is so easy to win. It is the easiest business. Everyone's (laughs) going left. Just take a little bit of a, take, go right. Like everyone's in the same stuff. Like I talk to everyone. I coach people across yeah, the nation.
0: So, so, so what are you noticing in terms of the, the, the world of the, the real estate business right now? You have, the, you have your ear to the ground in terms of talking and training with all these different types of realtors in there in the work that they do as well. You're a realtor yourself and you're dealing with buyers and sellers all the time. Like what are you mm-hmm. noticing? Like what's a big kind of like theme or themes that are, that are occurring right now?
1: Uh, in in what context? Like themes
0: in like the real estate agents, the yeah. businesses, like. Well, so- you well you well you brought up this thing where it's just like okay, there's there's this whole way of doing things, and it kind of relates back to the whole belief system, yeah. right? It's like exactly. okay, go flyer and go door knocking and do this, and everyone yeah. gets the same vanilla advice, and you're just like, well, just veer a little bit off to the right, and you're yeah. you're ahead of the game, like you stand out. It's, it's, it's actually easy to win.
1: It is so easy to win. Like imagine this. I'm like just like um, they're because they're not thinking for themselves. Is my is the thing. Like like oh, I did mm. my six. I I sent the sold postcard out to the ten on the left, the ten on the right. Like they're just following the same systems. But what happens if you just said burn it and go? Okay, <laughs> hey, what I'm, and what do I what do I want to do? And the thing is, there's a guy right now. His name's Ben Lotz, Okay, you tag him too. Ben Lotz – yeah, I'm, I already know he's gonna be one of my best buddies for the rest of my life. I just met this guy. I just this guy has some magic. This guy here does the like. I'm telling you, if anyone copies him, it's gonna look so dumb. But he decided I'm gonna be myself. Like he's got these videos. He's selling houses, and he's he, they, they, they pan through the video, and there he is sitting on the floor playing cars. What the <laughs> hell? What, what are you Get out of here! And he yells, and it's just like what? he's just. I'm telling you, it's totally dumb, but it, he owns that so well that his business went like five ten X from what? the previous year because he just found something that worked for him. Okay. And he owned it beyond what it did not apologize. You should see he's a cool dude. He's going to have some issues when it comes to business development and running a business long-term. Maybe but this I can is help a good place that. to
0: start for him to get, but he he's going to
1: own, he owns his marketing. Okay, He owns his marketing. This is one how powerful it is when I authentic authenticity say, that's mine. I know it. I love it. I do it. Not like – because the problem is they're going to go to the brokerages. They're going to talk to the big realtors who have $400,000 a year to put it to a budget, and you're going to get advice from them. And they're going to say, well, what you got to do is – and then you're going, oh, I should probably do that because I've got them on a pedestal because they mm-hmm. won the Titan Award and blah, blah, blah. And then you walk away and you feel like shit. And so I've, I, this is what I so I say get out of the brokerage have it, go to home office there's this there's this energy that just say what is your thing
0: so how, I so, say so how do we do that how how do we find out the the authentic way to market ourselves Ben okay so you got to ask
1: yourself is do I like doing what I'm doing do I like marketing? First of all, you weren't even. You, this is what we did when we met this years is, ago. Okay, first of all, this is right. what I'm
0: doing right now. Like this year. Okay, cool. So the last couple, two, three years, I was like, I need to improve the craft of coaching. Spend time, mm-hmm. resources, money to get better at coaching. Constantly being in sessions. Yep. And okay. I'm at the point where, just this January, I declared to myself, like, wow, okay, well, I need to reinvent what my my education is right now because i need to get more proficient at the skill of marketing myself because mm. it's like i'm great at what i do i just want yeah. more people to be aware of what i do so like right yeah. now i'm in i'm kind of I'm, I'm learning i'm taking trainings and i'm reading and i'm constantly trying to get better yeah. at marketing and i'm still like a beginner yeah. at it when it comes to this so this is perfect for me i would love perfect. to hear how do i yep. well so here's here's the thing i'd just be careful with all the learning
1: Okay. You get lost in it. That's number one. Like okay. stop, stop fucking learning is, is that probably sorry, dude, I, 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 because you've already got the answer. Burn the books. All right. You don't have to burn them. No, keep them references because there's probably some good stuff in there. You know, unless it's my coaching program, then that's good. But everything else. No, but but I think at the end of the day, it comes down to the inner man. Like I would ask you a question. Really hard question is, is when you see Oliver, do you say that's a coach? Or do you feel like you're kind of a coach?
2: Hmm.
1: So there's, there's, so now we won't go, we won't go deep down there, but something to think about, like how much do you really own that? Yeah, dude, I, I took me a long time, and some days I don't. Still, okay, some days I'm like, fuck, like if people only knew, like if I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like you go through this process, okay, and then, and then the end, the problem with social media and the world you're looking at, it's an abyss. It's a mm. fucking abyss. And I'm telling you, man, listen to Gary Vee, four thousand hours. You might still not do anything you might still not know what to do so i think like, i listen to gary I'd listen to a few things. i just saw
0: him on tuesday
1: I, there you go <laughs> the thing is the thing is though when you like i think it's if you're doing what you're supposed to do versus what you really like almost angry and love mixed together there's this like you give me something like you what i'm talking about today is fucking real that's like yeah. fuck you want to see me get fired up why am i talking you want to talk about how to fucking do like 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 i don't know like accounting or something i'm gonna <laughs> barf, and no one's gonna want like, you got to get to the place where there's like if you're going to interview someone or if you're going to be getting engaging for if i'm a coach i want someone that's gonna fire me up yeah. not because i'm an extrovert though because an introvert might not have that same level of fire that comes like for be more of it yeah, so, but I want to talk about shit that I want to talk about. This is the thing. I'm doing a podcast. I'm going to launch one too, but I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to like interview to interview. I want to make it
0: like I'm talking. Like,
1: look, I'm totally going to screw up too. Like, I, I don't know. That's what's so great. Just well, I'm, lo- my,
0: I'm like, I'm, like I am doing this because I want to interview people that I want to that I look up to and I want to learn from. Yeah. Like, I yeah. personally have a vested interest in being in conversation with, with my guests. So why are you doing it? You want to play this game? You want to go there? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Well, hey, why, wh- why are you, why are you doing this podcast? Cause uh, there are people in the world that I'm connected with, that I have a relationship with, or, or I might not, they might, I, just, I might be just watching them from a distance, but mm-hmm. they, they inspire me. And I feel like I want to be able to like in, a, in the selfish way, I want to be able to, glean from them. I want to learn from okay. them. Like I know that we are the average of the people we hang out with, the five people we hang out with. So if yeah. I'm hanging out with really cool people and it, and it yeah. can turn into like a win-win where I, cause also I'm, I'm excited to be able to share their stories and allow, and this, this, allow people this, the, to hear, you know, what, what they've gone through and learn from them as well. So yeah. it's, it's just kind yeah, of, I get it. Yeah. I get it. So yeah. it's very similar to what most people say, okay?
1: I'm going to shoot now. Is that okay? Yeah. I I need permission when I'm going to go for it, okay? okay? yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. So list the five people that you hang out most with.
0: Right now? Sure. Uh me. Oh, you just you just taunt me. That's myself. what i going to get. Good.
1: That's a, it's massive. I hang massive. out That's all I needed to hear. Okay. Because I hang out with myself the list, most. That's the best.
0: Self-care really, like for me, best. self-care and self-love, well-being. Um, I I take a lot of time for solo time, but let me tell you, like on Tuesday, I went to a conference, I realized how much of an extrovert I am and how much energy I get from being around people too. So like there's, I have kind of both of those worlds, but yeah, yeah, this is kind of the, the way for like the way for me to be able to, you know, interact, just be, be in relationship with people. I just, I value relationships. If you want to have a good
1: podcast, I think you just got to like say the shit that really comes to your mind and not worry about what the uh, what the person but yeah, across from you is saying. That stuff. Like I'm not joking. Like like call bullshit. Like be real. Like practice. This is this is the thing, right? Especially like, well, I don't want like I don't want to make Ben upset. No, fucking push me, push me. Like like be like if you want to hear something, there's a million people that want real. Real. Mm. No one man, Donald Trump got voted in because because he was the only guy that would be himself. Now the argument is is that good or bad? I don't give a shit. He was so authentic. He was like, I'm an asshole. And he means a pervert. He just subtle pervert (laughs) asshole. And uh, I don't give a shit. Rosie's fat. And uh, I'm like – and everyone's like – everyone's like, I want that guy. You know why? Because so many people are fake and they're worried. You got Clinton. Like I'm not getting politics. Trust me. But you got her. I don't even know who she is. Dude, if she would have came out in the fucking pajamas, in her fucking pajamas during the first debate and say, I don't fucking care what anyone thinks of me. I'm here to run the fucking country to the point where I could run at my jammies. If she did that, I bet you she flips the whole thing on its head. So
0: okay, this is the best right now. Like this is. Might have just lost control for a second there. Well, if people, people for people who are listening to this, like this is what I'm talking about. (laughs) You, like you, where you are right now. How do we get there? Like I see, I feel like I get glimpses of that where it's like I can, I can get to that flow, and I'm not thinking. I don't give a shit, and I'm just being completely me. And and the the challenge I find is especially when I see with the clients that I work with, they do that and they're real about it. And it's amazing. They're, it's beautiful. But then because it creates results, it becomes almost strategic. I don't know if you yeah. notice well, that, like, if you oh, see that. Oh it's- yeah.
1: It's that doesn't last though. People are going to okay. be real to get the results. Yeah. Like I'm like, like what does Gary say? See you at the end of the game. <laughs> Look, I get it. I get it. I, you know why? I don't, I don't have an end of the game. This is just me. You just and I going. get it. I'm I'm one of the most tactical guys I've ever met. Like, like I can figure out one plus one is two. I lived on the streets, dude. I survived. I, I know see. how to fucking make people control people. Mm-hmm. I don't though. I realize that is the most, the most, it is the most disrespectful thing you can do if you're doing. I'm going to be real because it gives me good results. Well, I say f you, because that's that is so fucking bullshit. Because you're just you're just using and abusing people to get what you want. This is like this is drug days, man. That's gangster. Dude, no, okay, no, no. so so you I know? love that
0: it's the fact that it's okay. Hold on a second, because I don't mean to interrupt, but go, you go being ahead. like you owning that, like this is gangster. I think that is so important because when people step into like a new profession, a new job, a new business, or whatever it is, I don't know if they realize how important it is to have that other side. Like you saw some dark stuff in your life, mm-hmm. you had to go through some hard times, some real shit, and you know like what you are capable of. Like you 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 mm-hmm. you you. Oh, and the fact that you can manipulate a room, you can yeah. you can attract attention. You can get this person to do to do this, and blah blah blah. But yeah. you don't. No. And it's like that capability inside of you. It's just like, hey, if Ben says something, he fucking means it. Yeah, you. I'm if he says gonna, no, yeah, it's absolutely. a no. If he says yes, that is a yes. And I think yeah. that lands in a way where it's just like, whoa, Good. like that's, and that's, it, that's it's landing for you. Oh, it's landing for me. I can hear it.
1: It's like this is your story. This is the thing, right, dude. Say, say what you mean. Mean what you say. And th- this is the lesson going forward. Who gives a shit what anyone's doing? You could be wrong. It doesn't matter because there's something and, – and honestly, strategically, it works right now. Mm. It's pretty popular to be real because people are so fucking hungry. But it's just easier too <laughs> oh, to just it, be yourself. It, once you've uh, figured it out for real. But I think, I think there's times where – do you know what I would say? Risk the relationship all, of, all over. Risk it, risk your coaching clients to walk out of that room and never talk to you again in your life and be the one guy that fucking told the truth.
0: Dude, I really, that that really lands for me, man. That really, really freaking lands for me. Cause there, there have been times where I've had to, where I've been just like that, where I'm just bold, where I've had to literally, I've stopped sessions and I'm just like, we're 15 minutes in stop. This call is over. You yeah. are uncoachable today. Yeah, we'll and talk so to you we, next so, uh, week. Like, and, and that's bold, yeah, man. I could, exactly. I'm risking losing that conversation. And that's then there's right. other times where I've been almost a little like too self conscious, catering, catering people pleasing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and just well, let and them. I still, I still do that. Yeah. It just happens, right? But it's so important to thing. distinguish that.
1: Yes. And the technique now, here's a technique is you ask for permission, like I did with you today. It's like are we gonna do this? Yes. Like I'm gonna I'm doing this now. I'm I'm shifting gears now <laughs> to coach mode. I'm fucking gonna go for it. And I'm gonna hopefully leave a mark on your life. I don't fucking care who's watching, this is about you for just a moment. And it's like or even listening, I guess we're we're yeah. watching each other. Yeah. But what I'm saying though is is that is that I just feel like um I don't
0: know. I know I lost my track. Well, thought, well, some people, the, okay, here's, night, here's the late. thing that, that, that is so freaking annoying is when people give advice and that no one even asked for, right? Okay, so, like so, so many done, times people, people just life. want to be heard. It doesn't
2: work. It doesn't work. And I love, and, I love this point,
0: right? Cause you said, <laughs> can plan. we go there? And I said, yes. That's and right. you're like, Permission. okay, let's go. Right. go. But sometimes people will just say. Oh, I had a crappy day at work and, oh my God, I'm like, I'm going through this tough time and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden the other person's like, this is what you got to do. This is how you got to fix it. This is how you solve it. And the person doesn't necessarily need that. They, they, sometimes they just want to be heard in that type of situation. They're just like, can I just vent? Can I just let yeah. myself, can but you just let me it, be? And then you know, I think it's, it's different when you ask permission. Yes.
1: Yes. It's respectful. Yeah. Because it means it means it's, it's about you. Mm-hmm. It's like, like... I have something here and I don't need to give it, but fuck, man, I I hope I can give this to you. Uh, I might be wrong, but if it, but like I, you can absolutely, like I'm pretty intense right now, but I like in a coaching meeting, if it's an introvert or someone like someone that's talking about something really sensitive and they're, and they're missing it. And I know if I put a light on this, they're going to lose their mind or they're going to have a breakthrough and I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm like, you know what? Can I tell you something really hard? Like I just, and sometimes I'll come at it really timid and say ah, it's just the way that – it just feels like you're just worried about so many of what people think right now. And I think you're yeah. talking a big talk and you just – it's not real. I think you're telling yourself a story. Can we just consider that from – see, that's coaching in a different level. Mm-hmm. We're just mm-hmm. talking like I'm just being me. But there's times where you just need to communicate in a way that they can receive it. And it, depend, because a, yeah,
0: it depends on what they need. So give, it, us think, give us an example. Give us an example of like a, like a real client. You don't have to share the name, but a real sure. client story where you've had to step up and address and address, <laughs> you know, and all, address them. Though. All the time, dude. <laughs>
1: like it's, dude, this is human development and it's human breakthrough. And it's, it's, and that's why I'm so intensely serious. So it's a, How do you be real? Well, once you realize, once you realize that, that's the magic. But to be real, you've got to connect with yourself. You've got to figure your shit out. That you starts, it starts with without. you. It has to be. And what it is is to get so fucking honest. Find out what you believe for real. That takes some time. And be honest with who you are. De- deconstruct all mm-hmm. the bullshit stories you're telling. And then you can maybe What are some practical ways? What,
0: what are some okay. practical ways, like, things, if you, if you can give action items yeah. to, to people? Oh,
1: man. Um, I'm thinking of a few, but I can't share that. Can't share that. I have some cl- co- coaching clients that are in the midst. Of going through it. I, yeah, I don't want to be like, because they're not comfortable with what we've talked about yeah um okay before i tell you the practical because i'm not connecting too quick on that okay i'll tell no you worries. a story of what happened i was i was speaking at a brokerage uh, about 10 days ago okay i go in there i speak and and i'm 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 lift i'm raising the game on being ben right now i'm just being me i'm found a new stride where i'm like you know what i really don't care i used to say i don't care but i really don't and <laughs> but i deeply care if you get the contrast yeah so both so i'm so i so i thought i'm gonna i'm gonna start my talk like this I made 440, 440 gram my first twelve month calendar year my second year made six sixty and then the third year I went back to four hundred and I dove in to the self sabotaging things that I had to deal with whoa and i and and it's like how did that happen and i got I told stories in that time, won't go through that here today, but no I went, and it was 10 people and I just laid it in and I went, this is the reality of what happened is that I started changing everything in my life for no reason. And I found a self-sabotage of why I didn't deserve it. And so I got real with these guys. They're thinking real estate training, but anyone that gets to know me will eventually realize they're probably going to go there. But anyways, so and guess what? After about, I started getting into the tactical stuff about pricing houses and how to present your from yeah. CMA and all this stuff, which is really good stuff. I think. This guy sits there and he goes, excuse me. And they sit in there and he goes, yeah, you know what? I know what you're doing. And, um, I'm being my heart and fucking soul's on the table, dude. And, and people are like leaning and like, it was an amazing group. And the one guy says, yeah, you know, you know, I know what you're doing. with this whole energy thing. And, uh, just not for me. I said, okay, so what is for you? Oh, I knew you'd be saying that. I knew you'd say that. Okay. So, uh, You know, is this maybe that I'm an extrovert and you might be an introvert? Like is this – is it because my energy is too high? Like I'm just being cautious and kind to the guy and and he goes, no, that's not it. And uh, there's a guy that you should probably talk to. He's a lot like you. I took his course and he gives me the name of this guy. Now this is about where Ben could say, oh, yeah, I'll totally look at it and I'll, I'll look. I said, you know what? The truth is I probably won't look at him. I said, I appreciate that. But the truth is, I probably will never look this guy up. I said, I'm just going to listen to my own heart. And I guess so are you going to leave? He goes, yeah, I'm going to leave. And he walks out. This was like 10 wow. days ago. And so what got me so fucking exciting, so excited that it didn't shake me? I was like, Fuck. wow. Right on, dude. Guess Someone what? Re- out. I'm still good. Total rejection. And I'm like, I'm fired up. I must be on to something now. And I was like, so that broker's like, man, I'm so sorry. I've been thinking about that for weeks. Nothing, dude. Nothing. I was fucking pumped. And I walked out of there so proud of myself going, this didn't even touch me. Hey, next one might take me out. But I'm just saying. <laughs> but I'm at a place where I'm like, fuck. You know what, dude? It didn't, it didn't even. I just went on. And I spoke to the group. I said, guys, you know what's happening here is I'm triggering the guy's stuff or we just don't match. And that's how it is. And I'm good. And I, I let love
0: go. that. Because it, it has nothing to do with you. As a person or that person or them as a person, it's like, we're not a match or yeah, some, some things that I'm saying are, are triggering him and that just doesn't work. Like, or he's, you know, he's not ready to get triggered, to, to feel uncomfortable with some of the, some of the questions as opposed to, oh, that person is blah, blah, blah. Like,
1: yeah. I actually thanked him. I said, you know what? I just want to say thank you. I really appreciate you being honest with me because you could have sat there and nodded your head for three hours and left mm. and talk, talk about it. But you got the balls to be real with me. I said, I 100% respect that as he left. Like I do. Tell me you don't like it. Then move on. Don't sit there. So, wow. So, so I think in a weird way, I created an environment for him to be real. Like it, maybe I created that where he's like, oh, oh, I'll just yeah. tell him the truth. You know, like he, he can take the truth, and so it's so exciting to see little moments in time where you're like, oh wow, I've I've really grown. Hey, wow, wow. You, you know,
0: lost his permission, and that's all that happened. Yeah, right? and Yeah, he came in, totally. he's like, okay, I have your permission. We're gonna yeah, go there, the and then he says, you know what? Nope. Not for me. No longer have yeah. permission. And who like who cares? Like, yeah, and
1: you know, it, that's a, that's nev- great.
0: It, that's it.
1: And he may come back someday and go, remember that day three years ago? You shook me to the core. I don't know what's coming. Maybe that's coming back. I, I got a whole list of these kind of guys around me. <laughs> I, this guy just didn't affect me. And I'd be like, wow, I'm ready now. I feel like I'm ready.
2: Yeah. That's
1: what I feel like right now. I'm like, I'm ready. feels like that's, that's why it's like, if it's not totally clicking Oliver, there's a development happening and just let that happen. Mm. And I feel like I'm like, I'm on a mission. I'll never do nothing else the rest of my life. I'm doing this, but I feel like i I've, I've known that since I was a child and I feel like, but now I'm ready. Like I yeah. feel like, okay, here we go, which is ironic that you call me like want to do a podcast. Trust me. This is not a coincidence. The timing right <laughs> the now. Timing things are is coming. beautiful. Things are, things are coming my way and I'm about to be seen and I feel like I'm ready now and I feel like I'm comfortable with that. I can take rejection. I don't fucking care I, I, because it's not about me. It's truly about making – it's really – when you see people shift for real, there's nothing matters in life. That's what it is. We see that shift. They're a better dad. Their businesses flourish. And they're a better husband. They're going – more holidays. Like I got a guy named Corey McEwen. Coach this guy, okay? And whenever I coach, the first year, there's somewhat growth, but it's long-term. Year two, three, four yes. is when I see the mega growth in my systems. So it's a weird thing because I get the hardest year. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, wow, it's really – so I, this guy here is number one overall in his office. He's in his office, number one overall, but – so he started – he wasn't number one overall. He he's had a lot of things to work through. The thing is, though, he now has more holidays and time away with his family and number one, and that is the oh. whole system. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen. So number one, who gives a shit? Man, if I spend a million dollars and become a million-dollar realtor, I made nothing, and I'll be celebrated like a god in the industry. Like the whole thing's god. broken. So number one is – Partly, like, but he legitimately followed the systems, but it wasn't the systems. He, go, I go, what do you want? Why do you put your? Why are you putting your? You need to put yourself first. What do you really want? Because I wish I could just take my kids to Disneyland. Okay, that's your first. That's where you say Let's that there's the a person behind you know? the strategy. The that's person behind right. this, behind the system. So there's a practical. So the thing is, what like when's a lot like I had a lady that was working with me, and she would serve her family, completely serve her family, like you were talking like to the nines. And her business wouldn't go, and she wanted to like it. Just wasn't clear what she wanted. I had to help her figure out what she wanted. I had to. Re- she realized that nobody was ever. Um, that She was never before anybody else. Like these are things that will affect your business for the rest of your life. So practically, you got to figure out how to kind of take care of yourself. I know it sounds basic. Yeah. So this was this was her process. Everyone's different, but if you have a course in real estate, this is what I see in the industry. There's a lot of really good education. Like there's a lot of good uh, Richard Robbins. There's a Buffini. These are good, really good systems. But why am I coaching the graduates from their programs right
0: now? Because mm, you're coaching co- the person behind there you go. the program, and behind the that's strategy. Right.
1: That's right. It's easier to fill a room if I say, hey, look, I made a million bucks for the first two years, which is kind of handy. That's not why I did it. But it sure brings people in. But if they're not willing to look at the inside out, I don't work with them. I've, I've had every program I've ever had, two, one or two people drop out and they're 100% looking for strategies and I'm going, well, if you can get yourself out of the way in this part. If you can stop people pleasing and be confident, I bet you I could double your income. <laughs> and they're like, you know what I mean? Or or Is that the most common stop, thing that you see with with people? Uh, passive aggressive poverty mentalities? You have, you have someone that, uh, doesn't speak to like, you just, a lot of people get abused and used by their clients. That's a confidence level a pedestals. Yeah. How about this? Not doing the simple things. Why aren't you not doing the way you need to do? Like you can't just, okay, great. I'm going to pound the shit out of my 10 step program. Why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you? No, let's find out. Forget the program. Let's forget. That's not going to work for you. What is like, why are you, do you even want to be a realtor? Like, let's get to the root system. That's driving everything rather than going, okay, let's try a different system.
0: Here's that's the questioning. Strategy. Yeah, that's like the deeper questioning. Yeah. The the question everything. Like, go right to the basics. Like, why are you here? Yeah. Like, why yeah, are why, you what, what, in this business? What, yeah. What do you want?
1: I had one lady, <laughs> she says, I want to make want? She, she, I got I had a guy apply. He's out of Australia. And he says, uh, he's he's a few months in the business. I go, what and then I have an, I have a little form to fill out on my twenty new clients, and it says, it says, uh, how much money do you want to make? It a million dollars a year. I'm like, do you even know? what you have to do to make a million dollars a year as a realtor. Like I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, do you want anything else other than real estate activity? Like if they want to life. have a boat, if they want to go fishing <clears throat> for four hours. You're not going to do that. Not with a mil- unless you become a businessman. And that's the part where I'm falling in love with the coaching. Because coaching real estate to make money, I would drop that in nine seconds, maybe one sec. Just completely empty. But what's cool is when you can show someone how to buy back their life, Mm. use real estate for real, Oliver, to make their money and really start positioning, doing things they really want to do. Now, here's the problem. Hey, I want to build this business to do the things I really want to do. Okay, what do you want to do? I don't know. (laughs) Right? So we got to – once you figure out what you want, now we can build the company. But do you know how to hire an assistant? Because you're going to need people working for you. Because you'll mm. never, ever, ever, you put ten listings on the table, which is easy to do. Ten listings. Who's doing feedback? Okay. So you let's say one night you have twenty showings, two on each one. Who's calling them to find out? You can't. So then your business starts dripping again. It's called feast and famine, right? You can't even do feedback. So during the times where you're supposed to be selling these houses, you're trying to get new listings, you're out doing showings. How? There's no systems. And so, so I'm not a. I'm kind of a chaos management. All my <laughs> life. But but that's great for coaching realtors because the best system put together, like there's way better systems than mine, but nobody does them. My systems may not be the very best, but, but people everybody do can do them. Yeah. Like a fucking notepad might be your system. There's ten times better systems, but you fucking get that notepad, you pull it out of your bag and you work it and you have one notepad for all your leads. On Fridays, let's go through your notepad. I don't know what works for everyone, but mine are very simple, practical ways, but it's about building a company. So, this, like is, real, so this is, so this is the difference
0: between being a practitioner, which I feel like if you're, a, this is my distinction. If you're a practitioner, mm-hmm. you got to do it. Like you got to do all, do it all. Yeah. Yeah. But, and to being a business. And I think business. the business is yeah. you have infrastructure, you have, you have yeah. people, you have support and there's things that, that operate and continue on without you. Mm-hmm. I have, I have,
1: I'm making is money that the right transition? Now. Yeah. Yeah. Like I have three agents that work for me. I got an assistant, but I'm the friggin' architect and I'm the leader. I'm the culture. I'm everything, but I'm not, I, I take about a handful of clients now.
0: And so, you're, and so probably, you're saying the first thing to do is to identify, like you said it earlier in the call, um, one hour, every hour on the hour, write down your what you're, what you're doing. Second, yeah. Like, what is it that yeah. you're doing? Get an assistant yeah. right away. Or what is it? Oh, like yeah. assist, this, assist, is, assist?
1: this is my favorite. Everyone I work with, I'm saying get an assistant. Well, I just only make 20 grand or back. get an assistant. I don't care. Like, I'm talking the day that I started, I hired an assistant. Why did I make that kind of money? Because I sold and everything else I outsourced. Sounds so beautiful. I've, I could write a book on it and sell all the books and no yeah. one does anything with it. And I don't, that's why coaching and mentoring is so cool because writing, because like, it doing, goes deeper. Like, well, you can actually help them get through their shit that they're not, like, why wouldn't you just do that? Like, here, like it's so easy, but hire an assistant. Oh, yeah. I've been looking <laughs> at it and, uh, <laughs> And do you know what's funny? I have a an, an amazing client, and uh, he's actually in in, in uh, Ontario, and and we had some time, and and we were working together a while back, and 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 he, uh, his thing was uh, getting an assistant, and then you know a few months later, check in with him, and and he says, you know, you know, uh, yeah, I'm working on it. I've done some done some good moves in getting an assistant. I've I've looked into this. I've got the word out with my broker, and I've got. I said, hold but on, no, a second. no assistant. Oh, sorry. What are you you're planning? So hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> I could probably get an ad out in five minutes and I could be interviewing the next day. So what you're telling me is a story that you want me to believe because you're telling the same story. So if I can figure out why you're not getting an assistant, it's not – so the solution's there. But this has been one of the most – the hardest things for people to get their head wrapped around. And I love that using the assistant is one of the biggest ways to get into who people are and what holds them back. Because what happens is you're accountable every day to somebody. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You're accountable. Hey, uh, what should I do? Uh, Right? Then they're going to see the chaos. Who knows what it is? But the thing is there's accountability, right? But then you shift your thinking once you get to the place. I say the first hire, you're going to rip. You're going to be brutal at it. Just hire someone. It's going to suck. If you get lucky, they stay. That's the expectation. The second assistant is the hardest one to hire because you screwed up the first one. Then, So now – you do the second one, and now you're going to teach them the proper way. Now you're going to do the right thing. Now, let me just uh, debunk something before I forget. Hiring an assistant, what's the first thing people think? 40 hours a week? Yeah. Right? Cost well, money I can afford time. that. I gotta, once I get to 32 deals, well, then you have chaos. Have fun training her. It's a total waste. Yeah, you won't mean, be it's, able it's to yeah, train her. No. No time. Stupid. And, and, and you'll, you will not be the best version of who you are because you put me under pressure. I'm not this nice. And by the way, this is, this is the, my nicest I got. So, <laughs> I, like, like if I put you under pressure, oh Lord, like really under pressure, yeah. you got financial troubles. Yeah. You know, your, you and your girlfriend had like three fights in a row in two weeks. And, and all of a sudden you got this podcast. All this shit didn't work. Someone goes, well, you know, you're letting people down. And then it's like now you're going to go see your assistant and tell her what to do.
2: Oh. Like, you
1: see what I mean? You're going to be like you're either going to go introverted, you're going to be passive aggressive, or actually aggressive.
0: Yeah, I isolate if I'm right. in that or, type or of mode. Yeah. I like I disconnect. I, I'm you a hermit. Figure it out. Okay, you do the figure it out. I I, I, I burden it yeah. all my, on my shoulders yeah. and I'm going to go
1: figure it out. Okay, that's right. So you, yeah you go inward. So that's it's probably yeah okay. So so what I'm trying to say though is that that's why you hire right away and practice. This is practice. Go so put it go go through, through in the those paper. types of situations. Go yeah. through. Put you see this is where I could fast track my whole life. I'll put myself in the role. I'm scared to speak. Okay, put me on stage. Well, I blew that one. Guess what, though? Next one I got. Better. So I, I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to jump on the bike and fall 50 times. I really don't care. Actually, I do. I hate rejection. Everyone has I don't like it. But I realize that if that's my mission, I might have to I have to learn. So I'd hire an assistant instantly. Like, I'm not even joking. Guess what? One hour a week. Oh, even if you never. Yeah, I never start one hour a week. Oh, to, okay. Oh, yeah, click. I feel like, like one you, hour a
0: week. You, guess what? She could put Kijiji ads up. I think I feel like you just crazily. saying that, like that accountability is such an important thing that people might not get into their head of like you distinct, like you immediately have to shift from I'm a practitioner to a business yeah. because yes. you have yes. staff, even if it is just one hour. Yeah. You realize like, oh, I'm I'm building something big, and it, and it's beyond yeah. me. It's outside of me. It's bigger than me. As opposed to pretty- oh it's just me. It's yeah. just like whatever comes in is my stuff. But like here, it's like, yeah. oh no, I have a responsibility. I have to yeah. make sure they're doing some, some important tasks. I've got to make sure that they're getting paid. I got to make sure that they're being yeah. productive and they got to know what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. We're talking like elementary
1: business owner, have one uh, assistant, one or two hours. I, so here's now, here's love the app, it. Okay. Okay. So do you have an assistant? No, not yet. I'm going okay, to have to get one after this. Why not? Why not? Why don't you have someone upload your shit? Oh, I, I, Can, let I have you
0: somebody like, uploading my, my, my okay, podcast, great. posting, posting them up onto so uh, my website. Have, so yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, you are, you so a couple, a couple hours, a couple hours a week. I just Perfect. never thought, I just never thought of it that way.
1: Well, you should, because you're the owner and they're working for you. Yeah. And so, and you're telling them what to do. You've built the system, follow the system, but the training is absolutely imperative. That's why most people don't do it. I'll just do it myself. Great. You're Mr. Poverty. Get through that process, right? It is, right? It is. I'll just you're Mr.
0: Poverty. I think people need to hear that shit. Like people need, like when when you're coaching people, you have to say that though. I feel like when people are just like, (laughs) "Oh yeah, I'm just doing this," blah blah blah. But I think when you say you're being Mr. Poverty, it just kind of rattles people. You're like, and they're they can step outside of themselves and just be like, "Oh, I'm being kind of fucking crazy right now. Like, what am I? Like, what what am I doing?" So I think you. Being that straight up with, with people and saying things like that is – I think it's important. And, and I think here's – now this is a little disclaimer
1: because you nailed it saying there's people that do this energy or just try to be some straight up, no bullshit guy. Guess what? That is about themselves. They're being uh, the no bullshit guy. So if you want to coach like that, that's why I want to, I'm i thinking about the people that might be inspired. Gotcha. Like, I'm a no bullshit guy. Fuck you. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm deeply compassionate. I'm intensely empathetic. I could cry if I connected to your story instantly. I'm here for you. I'm here for every other person that can fucking be inspired today. One person. Me sitting here, great. I'm definitely, yeah, great. I'm up. Like, it's not my worry about my publicity or my, I am 100% for them. So when I'm shooting straight, it is for the purpose to maybe I can shake them up to get to their breakthrough. Not like, yeah, no bullshit kind of guy. That's my thing. Gary yeah.
0: Vee's no bullshit. I'm going to be no thing. bullshit. No, it's not a thing. It's 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 like that's how much you actually care. It's it's passion and And I think people get that. I think people get that from you.
1: That's once they get that, I got permission. Hmm. Right, I got it, and they know what they're going to get because I'm like, like if you like 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 you see me with a little old lady, it's I'm not doing this. (laughs) You know, unless she's a kind of a no bullshit old lady, and that's fun. You know, hey, hey, old timer, how you doing? You know, like (laughs) like, it's fun, but but I'm more I'm more insecure about. I don't want anyone to judge me. I don't want I don't want to be disliked, and like that ruled my world forever, Oliver. It ruled me. That's why I don't do it no more because it didn't serve me. I'm so happy that a guy can walk out of the room and I don't care. So I'm just – I really wanted to make sure we give a disclaimer because it's really cool to see someone that can just say their shit and everything. I yeah. feel like that's – you're looking at about 20 years of fucking pain and heart and healing. But the thing is there's guys that want to be that, and I see guys all the time on social media being the no bullshit, F this, F that, F this. And it's like, dude, you are so not real. Yeah. And there, people are you, gonna and fall sense for it. it. You can sense you it. I
0: think you can sense it. I feel like everyone's BS yeah. meter is is really really high, and you can yeah. sense when someone is doing that because they think that that gets attention or that's what 100%. that's what quote unquote works 100%. as opposed to just be like be who you yeah. naturally are. Right?
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, no question, man. No question. So that, so yeah. Anyways, yeah. That's the 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 real estate is just a pathway to someone's soul. It's a marketing technique to build a platform for me to get to human beings. So real estate agents is eventually going to dissolve. It's just my platform. Like coaching, like coaching
0: real estate agents is just kind of like the first phase of.
1: It's a highly strategic move to connect with human beings, with and I just happen to be crazy good at it. So it works. But there will be a day where I'm not going to teach how to sell a house. I'm going to teach how to have a breakthrough so you can connect with your wife, how you can connect with your kids, and how you can do that. But guess what? Also, if you're a business owner, holy shit, we can have fun. We can play. We could we should play today. Yeah. They talk about how to, how That's to do That's a some game fun that
0: you're, you just have a blast in it. It's just fun, right? So, like where, do, one of the other, I, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Where's, no, man, go ahead. I was going to say where's Ben 10 years from now? What do you what do you see? Cuz you you just talked about um the real estate coaching is probably going to dissolve one one day. So I'd yeah. love to to know do, do you do you plan that far ahead or do you just kind of go it's...
1: So there's two ways of doing it, right? You can be strategic, which I have this crazy mix between like intense intuition with my brain. But everyone just continues they're like, "Oh, that's my brain." No, I fucking love my brain. My brain yeah. is like yeah. amazing. And the thing is, so I have this ability to have this intuitional, like I can see, I already know what's going to happen in the future. And I kind of have a brain, but I don't put my brain to action to how do I get it. So I have a flow, but I also have strategy, but the strategy is a secondary complement. So, so what I'm trying to say, that's pretty abstract, but what I'm trying to say is, is in 10 years, I know one thing is that I'm going to be married. I'm going to be, I'm going to be creating experiences with my wife and kids. I hope with all my heart, I can be in business with a couple of my kids and show oh. them that they don't have to follow the path of school, that it absolutely not is going to get you in debt. I have a huge belief that I'm going to teach them stuff. My kids right away go, Dad. How old's your
0: eldest? 14. 14.
1: And so we're, okay. we're, we're already talking about doing a box exchange where all the real estate agents have boxes. Check this one out. Watch. Someone's going to steal it. Guess what I say? Steal it. You know why? I don't care. That's – so here's <laughs> the thing. I'm take, take it all because no one can compete with me. And no one's going to do it
0: the way that you – Yeah. Go ahead. And, show And it, you know
1: what? The way you I bring come it. Up, I got – Ideas are dumb. It doesn't, dude. You want to sit and talk ideas? I'll go for a four-hour show and give you – everyone will be like, wow, this guy. has got so many. That's easy. That's easy. Who's going to execute the game? Exactly. How about this? So I I talked to my son. and said, what about this? All these people that move out of their houses, they say, can you just – is there anyone that needs boxes? I'm like, collect them, dude. Go around collecting all these boxes and resell them and we'll we'll package them up. We'll even market to real estate agents that need to say, "Hey, with my listing, you get 50 boxes." And then you spend a little <laughs> bit of money with my so it's just a free inventory. So I got Brilliant. lots of ideas. Oh, I got way more than that. But the thing is, so there's an idea and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." So I leave it with him. But I'm not going to build it for him. You know what I mean?
0: That's an important point. I think I think as an entrepreneur I think a real entrepreneur is somebody who comes up with ideas and and starts testing them and and plays with them Mm. and sees what actually works.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And ideas are easy. I don't go to masterminds. I don't do brainstorming. I stay away from that. It's like, it's like my head goes on to crack cocaine and I would just be sitting there and everyone would love the ideas. And it's like, and then I feel sad because no one's going to do them. Mm. Uh,
0: And it's like- like, to, to just one, just, just,
1: just yeah. my wife's calling me just one second yeah, on uh pod
0: cast <laughs> show recording <laughs> text please we can Sorry, dude, we can go for <laughs> we can go for hours man but i i want to be respectful of sure. your time so is it okay if i ask you yeah. just a couple a couple more questions 100% Okay, cool, man. I, I would love to know because if you have a high level of energy, you have a high level of productivity, and the results show. I would love to know what's happening behind the scenes that we might not see that helps you fuel some of that, okay. like practices yeah. or like uh, food, so, rituals, so, anything
1: like that? Yep. No, for sure. First of all, I, uh, my relationship with my family has to be good. I feel like that's number one. If I my fuel comes from I lo, like look, I'm not going to serve my family. If I'm I'm going to be me. If my wife doesn't like me, she can leave. That's where I'm at today. But for some reason, we stay together and we like each other. And so that's really good. By the way, that's a whole other show. But the thing is, so so my wife and I have got to a place where I'm being me, she's being her, and we really have fallen in love with each other all over again and really appreciating the differences and all that. When that's not working, Oliver, when your relationship with your girl's not working. How great is it to do a podcast show? Oh, it it's, fucking it's, sucks. You,
0: yeah. I, you want to hide? I want to hide. I don't want to be seen. I don't want to share myself. It's like, this so there's, so what everything. happens your,
1: yeah. What happens to your energy in it? And when we're talking about where, where's your energy come from? What well, comes from being loved, mm. right? When you feel like maybe, and yeah. so there's self-love, but then when you're not totally self-loving and like we all need to work on that, it's when your woman loves you fuck i can take on the world yeah when my kids call me dad you share you can contribute right. you can it serve is, dude i got you know what i wake up every day right now jacked because i'm doing good with my wife my <laughs> kids it. and and i wake up and my team's running and I, I feel love right now but what i'm getting is i'm starting to get that from within you get it from and,
0: your, you give it to yourself as well
1: which is walked out dude now i don't need anything
0: well okay so like, this is huge like, because most people will try to achieve, let's say, similar results. Let's say sales volume or, or revenue or whatever it is. But they think they got to do it at the cost mm-hmm. of the relationship, no. at the cost of love yeah. and presence in their life. So I love – no. like, I'm absolutely like, behind I get what it. you're saying, man.
1: But there's like – there's a lot of work that goes into relationships because I want it. So it's a lot of work. I've almost lost it, man. How many times? Divorce? Almost a couple times. Like I've slept in apartment buildings that I owned with uh, divorcing my wife, dude. I've had my kids not want a daddy. Like once you've felt that and you go, holy crap, man, I thought I was doing everything for my family and I wasn't. That's not what they wanted. And I'm going, oh shit, I'm going to lose them. And I'm thankful that the kids knew my heart. And they saw how much I worked on trying to get back into the game with my family. So when I am like, when when if that fell apart, I think I'd be okay now. Yeah. I think I would. I, I find my own confidence in myself and in in my mission and my soul. And like, there's some really cool stuff going on inside me. But that's that's the goal. But you might need someone to love you to get that energy. Wow,
0: Does that makes sense. I honestly I totally believe that because before Janet, I was like I I knew there was a level of possibility for me but when i mm. once janet came into my life whole other level that i just never thought. Yeah, well, was she impossible. she
1: saw so much past the way that you saw yourself right I,
0: like it she I, saw you that's for the real right yeah, yeah what's 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 the future hold and i remember my coach telling me he's just like oliver you're great on your own you're gonna do amazing things but with the right it's woman different. by your side you're gonna yeah. achieve things that you never thought was possible and it's so freaking yeah. true
1: and the goal is the goal is to find – if you have someone that loves you, that you have to let her go. That's the only way you'll find love for yourself. And so that's the messed up part of it because she <laughs> find, right? Now, yeah, yeah. You, you, you get a woman and she goes, holy shit, you're amazing. And you're like, you see that in me? Because I see a lot of bad things in me. And yes. then you go, holy crap. You, see, you believe in me? I'm going to hook to this one, okay? She fixes that feeling of – she props you up. And if you don't aggressively right. figure out how you're going to love yourself – Every single thing is now stuck to her. She can control the living shit out of you. Okay, and that's how relationships fall apart because it'll it'll so break not, at your it, it do it Twenty though, And you're twenty. They separate once the kids are gone. It was never really about love. It was about using each other's love to feel propped up. So this is this is like hardcore. You change this conversation is what has to happen with realtors and business owners before the success.
0: I think that is such an important piece. Do it get this work in, have these, ask yourself these questions, learn about these things, mm-hmm. know yourself, love yourself, be that, have that willingness to let go really? of, the co- of the codependence. I, but bef- real, before, before real, things like, are built up, because it's like, yeah. let's say you are more successful and have a great big business and employees and customers and things like that. Like what, what does that look like imploding? Yeah you like know? yeah but even well, what's it built on, yeah. right? Like you want to build the totally. foundation as early as possible so that no matter what mm. happens afterwards twenty years from now, like that is you're, totally. you're set. Like, like you're solid. Totally. Not
1: perfect, but but solid. you're you'll it's how people get controlled, right? So here's a little tip, okay? Can I give you a tip? Absolutely. So when Janet, you said so I don't yeah. know her. Yeah, I see your face. It's funny I see you guys on Facebook, so I don't, I don't, I really don't know her. So it's easier to tra- talk about her because I don't know her. So Janet, I'm really actually, sorry. Actually, actually, we we you.
0: fell in love right after uh, Real Talks, hmm. right after the real. Summit. Oh, cool, cool, man.
1: So so here's the thing, okay? In a relationship where you found someone that really believes in you, and deep down you didn't really believe in yourself, and all of a sudden that that hole is filled, but it's filled with her love, and you got to somehow do that changeover, and so so there's times where. There's times where that feeling that you want to fix something. Well, she's say she's upset, okay? And she's upset, maybe with you, maybe not with you. And you'll do anything to make her feel better. Make it better. That there that there's selfish mm. some most of the times. Because you're trying to make her feel better because you need that prop. You need her to love you. And you when she's happy and she's in like like the thing is sometimes these people like our relationships need to go through you're on your own. I can't help you with this one. Yeah. Holy, if you can do that, you've now started to stand on your own.
0: That's that's something that I'm actually. I feel like I'm I'm very well practiced. I'm obviously not perfect mm-hmm. at it, but I'm well practiced at that. And this is mm-hmm. something that I'm just like. There's this one quote. I don't know if you know Brene Brown. I, I've have seen you heard of her something. No, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I have incredible I remember, TED talk about vulnerability. I saw and, her at Greg's
1: at Greg's uh, oh. event. Oh, right? Wicked. Okay. But no, no. Is I'm that, not sure. Now that's Lisa Brown.
0: I'm not sure. Okay. Let's well, well, scratch that. I don't know. <laughs> so Brene Brown, she has this quote, and you're going to love this. Brown. Yeah, because Yeah, because she says, show me a man who can sit with his woman who's in fear and intense vulnerability and uncomfortable and just sit with her, hold space, not try to fix her. I'll show you a man who's done his work. Show me a woman who can sit with her man's true fear and vulnerability and not need to fix him. Then I'll show you a woman who doesn't derive her power from trying to control him and fix the situation, but a woman who's done her work.
1: Yeah. And you know why? Like there's a why behind, like I, like I'd totally aligned with my own belief, what you're saying. But the thing is by sitting there, not fixing, sometimes we don't know why that's really effective. So I'm a very big why because then once I know the why, crazy motivated. Like it's a good saying and it's like, yeah, that works. I'm just going to sit here and give her the space. But do you know what you're doing at that point? You're building your confidence because she's got to find her strength and it's Mm. not yours. The thing is there's your why. The
0: propping up thing like you were saying. Don't prop them up. So you're giving her
1: space. You're letting her – but let her – like it's like a kid that says, I don't want to tie my shoes. You just let them suffer a little bit. Like obviously, an <laughs> asshole. But you say, no, you can do it. I'm not helping you. No, I don't have that temper tantrums. Trust me, we all have the same behavior. I, why are you mm. not doing this? And we turn into these kids. What if the kid nails it? He figures out how to tie his shoes. You just taught him confidence. Yeah. That's for the rest of so. So That's why powerful. do we sit there? It's because you're teaching them confidence. You're calling them out, saying, no, no, no. You have it in you to work on this one so i had my wife call me yesterday Mm. to be honest and i don't know she's probably won't listen to this which is good not joking but she called me and she kind of had these moments it was like a breakdown moment It was a breakdown moment that used it was an old thing that i hadn't seen in a while and she's freaking out and and what happens is the old pattern was she come at me and make me feel bad and then i would be motivated to do whatever she wanted to do very old pattern that doesn't happen very much but we have shadows that show up, and I and I was I was with my son on his 14th birthday, taking him out, shooting guns, going to movie, taking time with my boy. I'm sitting there and she, and Renee types something. She'd be so embarrassed, but I, this, I think I'll take the take the heat. But she typed something, and it was one of those things I could have had a choice to run, with oh man, mom needs me, raw Jack, mom needs me. And I decided, you know what? She's gonna have to find her strength today. So I said, Renee, so you have it in you. I'm going to be hanging out with Jack right now, and this is what I'm doing, and you have to do this on your own. I'm so sorry. Okay? Within about an hour, she texted back and says, Ben, I'm doing a lot better now. I think I was overreacting. Thank you so much, whatever. I really enjoyed it. Oh. I want you to have a great time with Jack. That did not happen in the past.
0: That oh, I helped that. her call. I called out her confidence. Freaking love that. I think this is – Okay. If anyone gets anything out of this conversation, <laughs> this one thing, because it is one of, you know, I remember probably the first times I got this, this demonstration of this type of this way of being is when I was in a workshop with Philip <laughs> and people are crying and he says, don't, when someone You're wants stop. to give them a tissue, when someone wants yes. to, wants to say, yes. it's going to be okay. wants to give them a hug and That's he's selfish. like, nope, yeah. nope. It's like, that's selfish because you're trying to fix her or him. Or you're un- you're uncomfortable Let- and you want that yeah. to stop. Let them feel okay that they can feel, that they can be yeah. where they're at. And I think that opened something up for me because I was just like, yeah. wow, how often do I do that? I, I, I would be with a friend and, and they're in a breakdown and I'm trying to fix it, solve it, make it better. It's going to be okay and give them a tissue and yeah. all that stuff. Now it's like, just hold space. Yeah. It's okay to be in a breakdown. Mm-hmm. It's okay to feel challenged. It's okay to feel frustrated. But you're calling
1: them to rise up. Absolutely. That, see, it's not, it's a holding space. I get it. But then the why behind it gets me fired up. The, you're letting, you're saying, you know what? I know you have it in you.
0: To figure and you it gotta, out. And to... you got to
1: find it out because I don't want to take that away from you. Yeah. That's going to be. Let them have the power. I, 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 Give that power to them to fix themselves, and then you can have a real relationship because eventually they're just going to need Oliver to come fix me all the time or whatever it is. You say, no, no, no. I love you so much that I'm going to – you got it in you. You can do it. Well, oh, fuck you. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. you are just letting me down. It happens. That's what happens. You're just – and the guilt happens and all those things. You let them go, let them go, let them go, let them go, and then they find themselves. But we don't aren't willing to go through that trouble. We just think, okay, fine, whatever, and then you just stole that – Huge opportunity. That's how kids are failing now because their parents don't let them go through that discomfort. And they're not teaching confidence.
0: <sighs> Amazing, that was gold, man. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we out here, dude. We're like that yeah, hour and a almost, I'm gonna ask yeah, you two more. Que- I'm gonna ask you two more questions. Is that okay. Oh good. Oh yeah. Okay. If you were gonna speak to your 21 year old self, what would you say?
1: 21. Oh, I would just tell them, well, I just tell them believe in themselves. Don't I'd say, don't listen to anybody. I'd say, don't listen to anybody. Listen to yourself. Don't listen to anybody. Say your shit. And, uh, I, I know you're going to cause some waves, but this is the way out. This is the way out. Say your thing. Don't listen to, don't listen to anyone. Listen to your heart. Love That just the only thing I'd say, do not listen to anybody. Maybe I was a little rebellious, but, but do not listen to your heart. That is your path. That is your guiding. There's a million people telling you what to do. That's why I don't learn from other people too much anymore. Just kind of like there's something inside when you tap into that. You got the answers. Like you really do.
0: I would love to know the first three things you would do if you had to start. Let's say even just like right now with the wisdom and the experience and everything that you've built. If that was just wiped away and you had to start from scratch, like from nothing, from zero, what would be the first three things that you do?
1: Uh, i'd right away take care of my family i'd go to my strength and i'd probably sell shit mm. i'd probably i'd probably sell shit and uh because that's the once you know how to do that you can always raise money I, making money is easy so i'd yeah. probably i'd probably put something in place where i can make some money and then i would instantly go and uh 100 just start being myself i'd probably put myself a little bit out there i'd probably do what i'm doing right now to be honest but i would probably be um Go and support
0: people, coach people. Yeah,
1: like I I would just do that. Like I I feel like my family is really important. It's my foundations and I feel like I'd really take care of that. Uh, If I had to start again where there's like there's no money or anything, I I would secure my family and then I would 100% during that process, I'd be going through um, – going toward changing the world one human being at a time. So that's the key, and I'll leave that there with you guys too, because everyone wants to change the world Well, first of all, when you change the whole world, it's usually about you. But what if mm. one person is one person good enough? If you can get to the place <sighs> that one human being is good enough, you fucking change the world, dude it's an yes. attainable goal. I change this. I change ten generations every time I help someone
0: Jesus Christ, so good and the reason why I ask that is because it tells me. Some of the most important insights that you've learned. Number one, mm-hmm. learn how to sell. Learn how to generate revenue, generate income, yeah. so you can secure your life, so you can feel stable. And then mm-hmm. go out and find a way to serve, serve people, and start with mm-hmm. just one. Forget the world, forget the millions. Start with one, and that is changing the world, change mm-hmm. their world. And you, and you've be, you've yeah. done your part. If
1: and if one isn't good enough, I'd love to challenge a living shit out of what you're doing.
0: I think this, I think the, that one could be the self, like change your shit.
1: Yeah. Right? I, got a little, I got a little meme I put together that? saying that change. <laughs> I want to change the world. So it starts with me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure, man.
0: Cool, man. Can you tell us about what you're excited about coming next so that people know uh, sure. where, what to look out for, what, where to follow you, like your websites and, and all that stuff. Cause you said podcasts, you have workshops, you got trainings. Please tell us. Yeah.
1: You know what? It's a little bit difficult to get to me right now, but we're building a bit of an infrastructure. Yeah. Uh, usually I would do a 12 month, uh thousand bucks a month, focus on real estate agents. It's business from within. So the deal is you go into my business. You have every single thing that you, that I do is yours business wise, everything you, I'll give you everything. But in the, in return, I get to go within your life. And so now that's the, that's our, that's our deal. Where are you coming into my program? I'm going to work on you. I'm going to show you everything I know real estate-wise. We're going to start with a three-day workshop, all business. Second one, uh, we're going to be coaching all the way through. So every month we get together, every two weeks. I bring some of my closest friends in. My mentors come in. Like it's it's an intimate experience. My marriage relationship oh. coach, Philip shows up. Like we have that. Then I do oh. a personal d- development retreat at the end, which is like mind-blowing. It is, it, people think it's about real estate. It really isn't real estate's the side thing of what we all do. It's about life. So the thing is, so the thing is with that said, I, uh, that's coming. Okay. Yeah. That's coming. Okay. But I've also got a, I've got a podcast. I'm pretty excited about coming out. I saw it's that biz- little teaser yeah. picture. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, That looks you, wicked. You, you didn't even know. Yeah. You like that? No, so. I saw that business from within.
1: That's right. So so I'm I'm going to build out business from within is the future, is the is the arm that breaks me out of the real estate focus, Ooh. which well, I will be interviewing some people. You're going to be really surprised by who I get on that show. It's going to be crazy. I've got some crazy ideas. I'll tell you off air. I'm going to give you a couple of okay. little tips. I'm not sharing this. This is a hot and it's not poverty. It's just so hot. I can't give it away because okay. it's fresh. <laughs> it's how I'm going to get crazy people on my show and like, you, you'll love it. But, but, um but, but I'm going to have – but this is not going to be like episode one, two, three. It's going to be me giving – it's going to place where I can be seen. It's a place where I'm going to interview people and challenge them. I want to hear about the struggles, and I want to hear – I want to have mega success people give credit to the personal breakthrough is why they're successful. That's what's happening on that show. So that's that's that. Uh, I'm building an online I'm building, it so so when it comes to real estate, I feel like the real estate knowledge I can't just keep teaching out of my mouth. I'm replicating that system. I'm scaling that. So my Everything first course, how how to build, uh, how to build a listing presentation and how to sell it, which is a huge hole. Barry, it's the most oh. unique, unique program of real estate you'll ever see. And I'm, I might be pumping out like ten of these different ones. How to hire an assistant the right way how to do it like how to like how to set up your office how to run a team like i'm going to start extracting all of this knowledge and putting it out there so people can get it at a very good price versus Amazing. paying me 12 grand a year to be on my vip program so that's what's going on i've also got another podcast that my son and i are considering doing together called burning faiths i've Whoa. never told anyone and and so burning faiths has two place. things burn your faith to see if it's real and burning faiths once it is real because it's burning. It's real. So it's a, it's a play that way where we oh. interview and challenge people on their religious beliefs and hear about why you believe what you believe. Fuck, if I could get an ISIS fighter, I want to find out why the hell do you believe what you believe. I want to get into the nitty- nitty-gritty. So that with my 14-year-old <laughs> boy, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's coming. That's the one I'm most scared of. That's the one I'll probably do last. I'll probably avoid for a long time. But I have self-awareness around why I'm not doing it But uh, because I think that's like, – people want to know. Wow. So just, all just, the just, websites. Uh, where, where do we follow uh, yeah. you, where, your websites? You know what? Jump on Instagram. Jump on Facebook. Uh, tw- I, I just go Ben Osterveld. I'm going to be branding the crap out of my own name versus okay. 20 new clients. Business from within will be okay. the podcast. And to be honest with you, do you know what's cool, Oliver? I don't care. There might be a right way. might be a wrong way. I'm not going to get too hung up go? on it. But I think, if, I think that I'm going to let things flow through me. Sure. Uh, I've got a lot of things cooking. I think I'm a pretty smart guy, and I'm going to try to do it my way. And uh, I don't know if that's gonna work, but I, I, I find that I, it's cool when that happens. When you kind of crack the code a bit, I like cracking that code. So, but, and also my real estate, my real estate team. So, Team Osterveld is running full speed like that. We won the seven hundred fifty-two million dollar award this year, so that was our gross revenue. Oh my goodness! So we, we sold one hundred thirteen homes. Now I am gonna just brag about something. I am totally gonna flex a muscle here because this is. By the way, everyone loves to brag about the award. I got it's, it's such bullshit. It's such <laughs> bullshit. I could have spent seven fifty to get seven fifty. They don't celebrate customer service. They don't celebrate referrals. They don't celebrate anything except gross revenue. Yeah. They that don't celebrate
0: not. the mind blowing.
1: Yeah. And they don't celebrate net revenue. Just think business. Any business owner celebrates gross revenue is a joke. <sighs> have you ever seen the Dragon's Den? Yeah, we got three million dollars. What was your profit? Sixty What's grand. Left? Yeah, it, it, it doesn't matter. So, anyways, we got a gross revenue award up to close to a million dollars, seven fifty a million sold. But we sold one hundred and thirteen houses. But here's the thing: two years ago, I did ninety percent of the sales, and I made a certain amount of money. Two thousand seventeen, I did forty percent of the sales, and I made the same amount of money. Oh my god! That is worth celebrating, dude. That's business. That like, that's fucking business, and that's working. Now the next move is twenty percent, and then I'm out. So this is this is Woo. the plan. So I'm still selling real estate. I'm still in the game. I've got I've got literally got to go at 4.30 here to show a property that I'm selling. Like I'm in the game. So I'm at like a high volume of, of – uh, like I'm at that merged state where you're doing both things. So yeah. anytime I feel the service is dropping, my team takes all my sales. If I can't service, I can't have response time, I can't do the world blowing their mind, I move it. So I have a limited amount of sales that I take care of. So this is working beyond working. So this is stuff I can teach all day long, and I've hacked it. And it's working. So so that's what's that's what I'm doing. So you can see twenty you can see Team Osterveld, we're launching a YouTube site on educating buyers with YouTube. It's yeah. not being done in our area. We have a Sher Park House Hunters thing going on. We do like our social media just got another lead yesterday because the world class client experience is the way that we get the social media blasts, is the conversation behind our back. So if you're doing a yes. business like like Oliver, your brand, you can't tell me your brand. Everyone else I, can tell me your brand. Exactly. You see what I mean? It's whatever people see behind your back is true. So then do something so fucking amazing that everyone just says, this guy's amazing. Like it's actually quite simple. If you're not – like when you're like, oh, I'm good. No, how can you be real good? And it doesn't take much. It's kindness and it's thoughtfulness and doing a little bit out of the box. Don't follow the crowd. It's not that hard. I'm not – it's not a performance thing. It's just a business culture. So anyways, so that's kind of the the real estate world. I'm deeply in on the actual selling real estate and and running my team. I'm building. I'm mentoring. So – Lots on my plate right now, but I've actually feel more grounded than I've ever felt in my entire life. So hanging oh out with my goodness. kids still, and because I've bought back that time, I've built a business. This is like the huge thing. So I think the next round of business from within, I'll be looking for people that are looking at transitioning from being that worker that have, has their relationships are getting affected because that's the tie to why they'd want to talk to me. And well, let's put some systems in place so you can buy back your time and still make some money.
0: Amazing, man. Ben, I, I have to acknowledge you and celebrate you you are raw you you walk around with your heart just completely open you fully let people see you and i think that's mm. so so worth celebrating your energy you. your commitments how deep you're willing to go in yourself so that you can be there for your family be there for others like you wanting to blow people's minds as your philosophy like that is it's so inspirational it has had it's had a huge impact on me even though we haven't talked in many many years i still remember that moment i still share that story Mm -hmm. i still think about you and 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 how that has contributed contributed to the ripple effect that is my life and um yeah it's such an honor to to share this conversation with you. And I hope that we get to do this again.
1: I'd love to, man. Love to. Do you have one Beautiful. final
0: ask one final ask people listening? What would you ask oh, them to know. do or think or ask themselves?
1: Oh, um, the one thing I'd say is, is when there's a chance to say like in the, there's a moment in your, in a, in a conversation where you're just going to agree with someone to keep the peace and you don't want to make them uncomfortable. Fucking try it try to let and sit in that fucking uncomfortableness and that's how you're going to grow. That's where growth happens in the moment that you say I'm going to just say my thing and just because I'm going to practice, I know like hey, do you want to go uh, do you want to go to uh, the keg for dinner? Not really. Try that. I'm talking about that. Hey, do you want a like coffee a- too? Oh yeah, I'll have a coffee too. I'm talking the smallest things you can ever imagine. If I leave someone, with someone tell them I don't want a coffee. Hey, let's do pepperoni pizza, guys. I don't really like pepperoni pizza. That's what I'm talking about. We're not talking big shit. Just We're say no. Let's start the elementary. Just speak whatever you want. Your truth. Don't when the mo. Every single time that you don't do that, you get angry and depressed on the inside. I promise you, that's a, that's the epidemic. When you don't say your truth, you will go it flips. The energy goes somewhere because right away you went. Oh, I don't really want that. Oh, but that's okay. We'll let them go first. So let leave it, speak your mind, do what you say, what you mean and do what you say. It just, just say your truth.
0: Thank you, Ben. I love you, man. Beautiful, you, beautiful brother. human being. Such an honor to have you.
1: So cool, man. Thanks so much. Oliver. Honestly, thank you so much.
0: Hey guys, before you take off, just want to give a huge shout out to Ben Osserfeld for really bringing it today. He had so much, so much energy, and I'm sure you can tell from listening to the interview, he just has this infectious energy about him, and uh, he's just so committed to blowing people's minds, to serving people, to making a difference in the world, and I really, really celebrate Ben for for doing what he does and being who he is. If you want to go follow Ben's journey, please go find him on Facebook and Instagram. You can always direct message and private message him if you want to be in touch as Ben Osterveld, that's O-O-S-T-E-R-V-E-L-D. You can also check out what's happening with his company, his updates, his events, his trainings, his workshops, his retreats at 20newclients.com. And if you want to find out his video blog where he talks about uh, we'll talks to realtors about really incredible marketing techniques as well as insights that will have them have you create breakthroughs in your real estate business go to 20 new clients.com slash video dash log again guys the show notes are always available at olivermanalise.com forward slash show anything that we mention in the podcast books tools resources for any interview will be there and uh yeah just a final shout out about my reinvention roadmap that's happening april 21st and 22nd early believer pricing is still in effect until march 30th would love to have you there it's going to be an atmosphere where everybody is there to invest in themselves to create clarity direction and growth in their lives their work their relationships and it would be such an honor to have you come and join us for that two-day workshop you can get more information about reinvention roadmap at Manolis dot com forward slash events early believer pricing is in effect until march 30th like i said and just for being a fan of the show as a thank you use the code inner tribe i-n-n-e-r-t-r-i-b-e to save yourself even more money guys com forward slash events reinvention roadmap would love to have you there That is it, guys. If you want to support the show, it would mean the world if you can fill out a five-star review over on iTunes. Give give us some more visibility. Have these incredible guests get some more visibility. Spread their impact. It would mean so much to all of us. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll see you next time.